All right, a couple things to get straight out of the way. One, Joseph, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to see you made it around the sun one more time. Uh, I tell you, the older I get, I do appreciate a birthday more. Not really, yeah. Not I'm opposite. Not just mine, but everyone else's. Because the older, and I have to start this on a bummer. I'm gonna get off this and get back to. This. I'm gonna get <laughs> yeah, because like I, I'm gonna get. To some, I don't want to get down to the bummer road, bro. I'm gonna get to some bullshit real quick. But the longer I live, the more people I lose, and the more I want to celebrate people making it another year. That's fair. Um, off of that, Christopher, important yep. question for you. What's up? How's the Halloween costume coming? So, I know what the end result is going to be for this Halloween costume, mm-hmm. but I'm letting my my wife is is making it mm-hmm. from scratch essentially. Wow, um, she's very crafty. She is, mm-hmm. and, and she's using all the tools at her disposal. Yes. So, um, it's going good. Got some work to do still, but I told her I trust you. Let me know where I need to stand for you to do whatever you need to do, and I'll let you dress me when the time comes. <laughs> it's going to be pretty fucking badass. What about you? So we've been working on ours. It's near completion. I will say this about ours. It's a long time overdue. Huh. We should oh, have, boy. We should have been done this. Hmm. Um, and it's not Jay and Bay, is it? Mm, Jay, no. <laughs> and um, I tried, <laughs> and I tried to get out of it. I tried to get out of it. Oh, like I tried to opt out and go for a simpler thing that we might do in, in the future. Because you're talking about doing a simpler thing. Yeah, and then she was like, "No, let's do it. It's time." And uh, I will tell you that uh, it turn it is turning out far better than I would have ever expected. Oh, good, nice. However, it's also a first for us because we we are reimagining the characters. Mm. <gasps> See, we're, we're not doing ours is a theme, of, yeah, but yeah. it's not like you know, very specific right, person, right? Or right. Um, the vagueness makes it a little easier, <laughs> but it's been, um, I, I'm I can't wait as long as it all keeps you know, I haven't actually put it all together yet. It's like I've you know, I've done like the arm part and then mm-hmm. like you know, and I'm like, oh, that looks really good, and then I've done like you know. The jacket part, and then, oh, that looks really good. But I haven't done like the arm and jacket yeah. and leg part, and you know, so like I'm, I'm still got my fingers crossed. But it's been, it's been a very, it's been very most of everything that we've done has been built also, nice or assembled. You know, not from scratch, but right. like, you know, com- well, well, we're, composited. None, listen, none of us are running cotton mills, so we're obviously right, using right, this right, right, right. Um, so yeah. I am. Uh, it reminds me of a combiner. Oh, this arm looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looks pretty, yeah. yeah. Well, I have to be <laughs> careful. Together. I have to be careful because <laughs> I don't want to give stay it together. A, I don't want to give it away. But uh, it is long overdue. Mm. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to start with before. But let's just get into. Hey, it. we're all here. Yeah, we are. Ah, yeah, it seems. Are. I mean, it's. I was looking at the calendar. I'm like, it's legit been like three weeks for me. Has it really? I, think, I can't tell. I, I think I, we, record is, on, we record on the 6th, and today's the 20th. So it's been two full weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you got your coffee first. Joe, how was your nerve week? Uh, didn't do much. No? Uh, nope. Uh, I mean, Blender. Blender is the thing. Still, yep. still doing it. That's good. Still loving it. Uh, the in res- Just remembering an answer to a question from last week. Uh-huh. Remember talking about things that gross you out that you can't stand? Yes. It is... Licking your finger, people licking their fingers and flipping pages. <laughs> I cannot. I do it from time to time. I do. I, do I'm, I'm, I don't do it excessively. Okay. But if I get like, stuck and yeah, I can't, if I get, get it. stuck, I do it. I don't do it like as a habit. There's yeah. other things you can do. <laughs> give me some. Give me some secrets. <laughs> Flip it, crinkle it, or people people do that with fucking goddamn plastic bags too. 
I seen old people fucking lick the fucking fingers and then to like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've done that they too. They can be contracted. I'll be honest with you. you during COVID, you just put two hands together and fucking rub it. Well, what I'm doing is self checkout. I mean, during COVID, I, I probably I was like, oh, I, I can't do that. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you you can't, shouldn't do that in general. You can't please. lick your uh, fingers and do that. But so. I, when when I bought this house, the lady who who um did, did my contract mm-hmm. uh-huh. did that to flip the pages do you know how many pages there are in the, uh, <laughs> oh, it was like, like, it's like the fucking bible yeah. it, it was driving me <laughs> fucking insane I, I, I was just like I think as you can see veins popping on my eyeballs <laughs> you ever look back through that and look at the signature degradation like <laughs> yeah, a, uh, this first one's gonna be the most beautiful signature and by the time you get to the end it's, it's like first initial line second yeah. last initial not line. for me anymore I've been the medical professional for well, so 10 nobody's years been able now. to read your handwriting for years it's just, it's just been squiggles there you go so like I have no one like nice handwriting it's weird looking back at signatures from 10 plus years ago and yeah. like, oh, oh this must be old this is my whole goddamn name signed yeah. <clears throat> uh, finished watching all of Nailed It which oh, is great yeah, that's the show that you were talking about last week no, fill me in I'm, uh, I'm behind Netflix show where uh, people I've heard of Netflix ba- bakers <laughs> I've canceled it. Oh, it's like a ba- home bakers try to bake Got professional you. looking things and Got like you. it's funny because they mostly fail Okay, but like, and the hosts are endearing. That that's mainly part of the reason. So, out out of context, that title could mean a lot of things. Is it a? Is it about crucifixion? Is it about building homes? <laughs> yes, I mean, it's about, it's about yeah. fingernails, bringing it back. It's about yeah, <laughs> bringing it back, <laughs> bringing it back. Did, did it ever leave? It depends on where you are, I guess. Yeah, I feel, I like, I feel like that's still going on some places. Maybe let me uh, check on that. <laughs> I don't think that, anybody. That's a worthwhile anymore. question it to is, ask. Right? Uh, but yeah, nailed it like as in completing a task perfectly. I got you. But they, I, I, they all, every time they review, they're like baked good goods, quote unquote baked goods. They have to say nailed it, and this, yeah, gotcha. But yeah, I, f- I finished all of it and all the holiday seasons too, because crucifixion is still used as a rare method of execution in Saudi Arabia. I told you, I, I knew, I knew it. Imposed in Islamic law is variously interpreted as exposure of the body after execution. Crucifixion followed by stabbing in the chest or crucifixion for three days. Survivors of which are of which are allowed to live. That, that's fair. <laughs> okay, that's not fair. Fucking but, nuts. See. The, I, I know it's 2022, but it is, but it is extremely rare. Yes, but it's not not happening. The last one was in 2018. That's not a long time ago. No, it was not. He was accused of stabbing a woman to death. Does which they, is which is weird. I thought they kind of let that slide. I don't mean it. Mostly, yeah, mostly. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> Satirical. <laughs> Does that count? All right. Um, now that it was a man, you know, contributor to society. <laughs> My God. I checked the analytics. We're pretty safe. How's gonna, how have we not been canceled? <laughs> because of the analytics. Because, because of the analytics. People who listen mm. to us by this point. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I feel like we've degraded over time. It didn't <laughs> yeah. used to be like this 300 episodes ago. Yeah, know my heart. <laughs> we have curated our own audience at this point. Yeah. Um, I watched the your uh, Love Me, Hate Me video. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was yeah. funny. I watched that too. But at some point in the middle, I'm, I was I was getting irritated. I'm like, you talking about my friend? <laughs> I think that that's happened to you before in the past. Yeah, it's like it's, the idea is funny, and it's funny at first, but then you realize these comments are real, and I'm just like, I don't I don't like it. You know, it's funny. Like, um, 
Because some of it is really not fair. No, because I know you're a person. Agreed, agreed, one hundred percent. Like if you have sausage fingers or whatever, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Or breaking things, yes. But. You know, but I think the one, the only one on there that I was like. Because a lot of them I laugh at too. Because I'm like, man, it's kind of funny. The, the thing about the thumb was funny as shit to me. <laughs> yeah, the backwards thumb. Yeah, um, <laughs> but like, uh, for those that are listening, there's, I did a video on my channel uh, where I, t- I read off the hateful comments with the dummies, and um, there was one that was like, they called me a bigot, and that was the only one I was like, well, that's not fair. I think I had to edit it out because even that word is like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be careful. But um, it, but I like, it's just not, it's just not accurate or true. Those are the ones that kind of irritate me as when it's just like so far off. The only other ones that bother me now are like, is one of the things that's getting to me, and it's getting to me with all of this shit, is the lack of appreciation. Like just yeah. the, like that shit is tearing me up. Like yeah, it means we've talked about it. You, you've been starting to think about it a yeah, little while ago. Yeah, like posting something that I'm gonna do, and people are like, "Why?" Yeah, and it's like. I don't want. I don't even want you to be able to see it. <laughs> so how do I? So how do I fix that? And I can tell you, I haven't quite ironed out everything, but I am changing the way that I do business. January one, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. January one, I am changing the way I do business. Um, it it will you you not, not you if I'm talking to you. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> you will never get it all for free. Ever again after January one. Wow! Emphasis on all those words. I can't wait to hear more about it. Like, and I haven't ironed it all out yet, but things are going to change because I, I am, like I, hmm. You know how like you can go to a store, <clears throat> Sumo oranges, Joe, are the perfect example. You like those? They're they're they are the elite orange. There's no debating the elite orange. There's Sumo not orange? a yeah. It's they're they're, they're, they're I, I only enable. So I think I've given you a sumo before. Okay. I think I like the Audi, dude. Navel. Bobby's it's, like it is excited. It's, yeah, it's, it's invisible. It's palpable. If I walk Palpatine. into a grocery store and they have sumo oranges, they're only there from like January to March. Okay, maybe that's why I don't know of them. Because it's so they only come in season. They're Japanese. You're they, hi- they're like, obviously maybe you're, you're hi- hibernating still. In they're, those yeah. they're like special bread between this certain type of clementine and orange and tangerine and like it's it's this Frankenstein monster of the most delicious fruit I've ever had in my life. Oh, my u- life. Ultimate GMO. Yeah. Um. So, with that being said, uh, every time I walk into a grocery store, if they got a sumo orange case, I buy it. It doesn't matter if I have a case at home. That's the rule. If I cross a case, I buy a case. Wow. And they're $4 an orange. Wow. But they're so damn good that, like, I'm never going to take them for granted. Mm -hmm. And I only get three months out of the year to appreciate them. Yeah. Now, let me adjust the lens they're readily available every time i walk into a grocery store do i treat them the same way no do i appreciate them the same way probably not so things that have always been there that people have "Ah, maybe i don't feel like it today or whatever i'm not or or i'm 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 turning my nose up to this and i I got i I even feel a way that you would put this before me Mm and cool message received It'll never be that way again after January 1. Mm. Everything will not be readily available to everyone all the time. Interesting. Hmm. Some things will be. Yeah. But not all things. 
Yeah, you curate it, but you've been yeah, you've yeah. been talking about wanting to change things yeah. for a while. So yeah, like, because cool I don't to know that you. I don't care anymore. Yeah, you have a different. I don't care plan. about my channel. I don't care whether it succeeds or fails. I don't care anymore. No, I mean, Patreon's where you your attention is. And Correct. You just happen to post something, and it's where I get it's where I get the most. Like I put a lot into it, I get a lot out of it, and that's mm-hmm. where the community is. Yeah, and that's true as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fair. And also, like you, you got enough paychecks from YouTube for all your toys already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost completing your lines as you've been for the last 10 years. And I got a feeling YouTube's getting ready to fuck me pretty hard uh, in December, but I'll I'll huh. update everybody on hmm. that soon. But I got a feeling they're going to fuck me out of $500. Oh, boy. Wow. Feeling. But I'll update everybody on that when, that when the time comes. And that will definitely be the straw that breaks the camel's back. <clears throat> but... Yeah, but YouTube is still like... I'm hoping YouTube get their stream game together. Because mm-hmm. like... It's they have the potential of being a, 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 I think, yeah, for sure, a better platform than Twitch. Yeah, As, especially for I mean, yeah, everybody creators who streams there. You have to use a third party. You know, like we for the realm shit, we use Streamyard. Yeah, you know they don't. YouTube should have fucking bought Streamyard so there's, or something and just yeah. incorporated it into their platform. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's so worried about keeping up with TikTok that they're kind of missing the forest from the trees. Yeah, just like when everyone mm-hmm. was trying to keep up with Instagram when Instagram became... I mean, just, it's, yeah. it's you know, thing. on to the next one, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, everyone settled, always settled in their own niche because they have to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't fucking do everything. Uh, watch as part of, uh, I guess, Halloween month, October, watching horror movies on movie night, watching the original Japanese ring. Oh, boy. I've heard it's... It doesn't age that well. Does it not? But I mean, it's... <clears throat> it's That sparked something for me. It's classic, you know, and it, it it kind of defined a genre in overseas. Like, Ring was a phenomenon that, like, where Japanese horror became a known. Thing. Became known outside of yeah. Japan. I saw a Japanese horror movie that never got an American... Remake? Yeah. Um, that was supposed to be the, like one of the, one of the top tier ones, like up there with the Ring and the Grudge, and this was like the the other one that formed the Holy Trinity <laughs> of it. Um, and I gotta be honest with you, I wasn't really taken back by it. Mm. I thought it, I thought it had it had like all the ingredients to be horrifying, but it was kind of like that's fine, that was fine, that was a fun experience. Is it, was it, is it older? Let me. I'll look for it while okay. you talk. Yeah, but yeah. So like, I remember the Ring being a lot better when I watched it. 30 years ago, whatever. Um, but th- instead of watching more Rings movies, we're going to move on to other ones. So th- we're all watching the Japanese The Grudge. This oh, okay. 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 But yeah, there's, there's a bunch of Japanese Ring movies, just like there's a bunch of American Ring movies. I didn't realize I that. I think um, the American Ring movie is better. Yeah, really? The f- uh, f- first one, at least. The first American Ring, it's really good. And I think it's better than the original, but th- th- it has 20 years and also is catered to Western audience. Yeah. So maybe like our taste... Mm-hmm. Could be a little bit different, but funny thing about the Ring movie that I don't remember is that the outro was a bop. Oh yeah, it's a horror movie, right? And all of a sudden, it's like <laughs> '90s techno at the end. Really? Like, I if you that. want to look that up and yeah. just play it, excerpt, it sound more like it would be in a, like the Blade movies not, or it, something. It, it's, yes, it's, you watch the because the Ring is like slower. It's more suspense than anything. Mm-hmm. It's not that scary. It's a lot of dialogue. Right, and mm-hmm. not a lot of background music. Yeah, it's just background cue. Like, and then you got this outro. But yeah, if he pulls it up, we can listen to it. If if he, uh, you look it up for yourself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Oh, I you know. I don't. I don't like receiving presents. Right? This one was my correct. Uh, oh I yeah, I know. I know the twist of this. <laughs> I think when you were here with Shogi for the Shogi thing. Well, that's tattoo. Because that, was, I, that didn't. It re- turns out it wasn't even the Gundam. Like it no, was inside <laughs> was a, a fucking Gurnagantin. This, this fucking. Oh, okay. It's this. The, it's the the drill. Oh, okay. okay. That I didn't even get for myself because I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to pay that much money for the that drill. Right. But it's great. It's, Bobby says that everything. All the time. I spend a lot of money on drill. <laughs> so do I, you though? I do. You know how many drill rappers are on Patreon now? <laughs> I, I don't even. <laughs> no. You know how I, many drill artists are the same? I Bobby alone. Bobby, you know, yeah, you know I, how many I, mouths he's feeding. I probably spend twenty to forty bucks on drill a month. Wow, I would I, imagine. That's, I think that's a that's how. That's I don't think anyone. I didn't know people spend money on drill music. Yeah, because I buy it. You know, be, especially with them, because in like Laura, Laura doesn't like much of it, right? Because it's it's fucking hyper aggressive. But like, there are a lot of them. A lot of the drill music has beautiful music. Like it's it's part of the allure for me. It's like Marilyn Manson, right? It's like this the mix of the beauty and the violence. Like a lot of the music is actually pretty like beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, like chords and strings and and blah blah blah. And then it has this super violent stuff over top of it. I like things like that juxtaposed. Mm-hmm. So like Laura every now and then will get turned on or something. She's like, Oh, I really like the beat of that. And she liked this one and she's like, Oh, I can't find it. And I was like, hmm. Because it's been removed from all streaming services, but you own it. But good thing I <laughs> bought it. <laughs> yeah. we, we made a critical mistake, Joe. Hmm. We mentioned drill music. Yeah, sorry, 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 it's sorry. Okay, and, it's okay. And, and and owning music and buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, it's all good. Um, but but I I found one thing I am willing to accept. Okay. That I'm happy about. Okay. Nudes. Nudes. Yeah. Okay. I I said it as a joke. <laughs> On on stream, uh-huh. but then think about it. I was like, yeah, it doesn't cost people anything, other than trust. Uh, yeah, <laughs> other than trust and dignity. Right, right. Trust they- and dignity. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong pads. Also, <laughs> it kind of works. Yes, but like, I me mean, think about it. If someone's willing to send somebody their nudes, unless they're just really open, right? Right. It, it, it there's a lot of faith that you are not doing anything nefarious with that piece of thing that you can blackmail people with right right? or share and i did receive one and that was what made me think i was like oh wow from a dude thank you no no i mean it's fine if it's a dude i specifically said (laughs) (laughs) it said ladies ladies over 18 because i I don't because we don't have our 18 plus filter on our stream anymore Mm. but yeah i got one and i was like wow Wow. So yeah. I'm going to ask for that from now on. Yeah. Anytime anyone wants to give me a present, send nudes. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> why, why have I thought to ask till now? It's time to buy the Manscaped kit. <laughs> that, that wise. This is for Joe's birthday. To Bed, Bath, and Beyond I go. That's right. <laughs> I just got wiser oh. with age. You guys gave me shit about Sears not being open anymore recently. I made some comment. The, uh, the one in the Frederick Mall is not Still open. there. It's not open. Oh, it is. It wasn't open when I was in that mall a couple weeks ago. I was just there recently, and it was definitely open. It must be open weird hours then. That's like, probably like they, true. This yeah, was like that, 7 that's o'clock. That's a weird thing. <laughs> it was 7 o'clock on a, on a Saturday, and yeah. then they, they, they were No, open. they open from 10 okay. to 1. That's it. Yeah. 
Did they sell catalog? Isn't Sears catalog a big deal back in the day? It mm-hmm. was. It was like you got the Sears Christmas the wish book. That's where we JC Penney's also Penny's had one too. Yeah. And so did Best. Do you remember Best? I didn't I have Best Buy. No, it was called Best. It was a it was a store. Mm-hmm. It was around here, but it was another one that was like pretty exciting to get there because they had a couple. They would have four or five pages of toys. Now mm-hmm. it's like Amazon's the main one that sends a book out now. Yeah, is it toys? Yeah. Look at I thought it was lingerie. We looked at. Oh, that was like the fall and summer catalog. So that was for Victoria's Secret for me, or uh, oh. God, my mother was a whore. Uh, Frederick's, <laughs> Frederick's of Hollywood. Frederick's of Hollywood. <laughs> Yo, tell, bro, I've bought many a things from Frederick's of Hollywood. <laughs> Adina Howard probably shopped there. Yeah, she. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the Frederick's, bro. No, no, it's just wrong when your mom was getting it. <laughs> That's what. That's the problem, well, Joe. Keep up. <laughs> it, is it, <laughs> yeah. dude? I never. Uh, man, I probably shouldn't tell this story. I mean, your, your wife's a mom, but um, so towards the end of my mom's marriage with her third husband, uh, he went away on a business trip, and she went to go pick him up mm-hmm. from the, the airport, and she had a trench coat on. And she pulled my wife aside and said, this is what I'm picking up in. And opened the trench coat. And it was like this, like, it wasn't the trashiest number you've ever seen, Joseph. But it was, it was, uh, it was invited to that party. It was like a nightgown that was form fitting. Mm -hmm. And it was spot, it was black spiraled like a candy cane between black and sheer. Hmm. Like black and black sheer. And I remember Laura came in and was like, your mother has a power muff. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. If you're going to wear that in a trench coat, you might as well groom some. Not that you have to shave it all. I know that's not everyone's taste, but maybe he... Boomers, am I right? Maybe. Like the power muff. (laughs) Different strokes of a different era, man. They did like the power muffs back in the day. But also, like, that, bro, I, I would love to be greeted by the trench coat and the trashy number underneath. Yeah, I don't think he was into it. I think they were, it was it was too. They were they were close to being, or I think it was like, you know, he was trying to install the, you know, relight relight the flame a bit. But it was, I think, the ship had sailed. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, hate to hear it. Yeah. Hate to see it. Hate to see, hate to see it. Oh, no, you did. <laughs> hate to you, know you, about well, it. You didn't get to see. Yeah. Hate to know. Yeah. Why did Laura have to tell you about that? Uh, I think the I think the shock and awe. She had to. She had she to had tell to, somebody. She had to verbalize it. She had to tell somebody. You live. You live with that stuff in your head too long. It's going to yeah. drive you crazy. <laughs> Bobby, I got something somebody to tell. Somebody else has to know. I got something somebody to tell you. And I don't want to tell you, but I got to tell somebody. And I don't want to tell nobody else but you. But I don't want to tell you. But <sighs> yeah. PM. Let's see what else we got. When when you go through through a drive through. Mm. Right, mm. or or even call for pick up or pick up mm. for food. They often start with, "Would you like to try a blank?" Yep. Do you do you ignore that and just be like, "I would like to order," or do you say, "No, thank you"? Can I make? My- I think I don't s- know what the right answer is, but a lot of times I feel like I just completely ignore the sentence. You, you want to hear a funny story? Uh, Mason's uh, Mason's girl used to work at Wendy's when they first got together. <laughs> yeah, and. She said, like, hi, uh, welcome to Wendy's. Would you like to try the chicken, Asiago? And before she said, even before I get it, would you like to try the chicken, Asiago? Full for full. Because <laughs> they got the, like, four for four combo. Oh, right, right. Yeah, 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 Let me yeah. get a biggie bag. Yeah. I, honestly, I what I did was, obvi- I was like, would you like to try a combo today? I was like, yeah, let me get, I just 
start. I basically just take that as the greeting and then tell them what I needed. So I say no thanks. You say no thanks. Okay. But, I, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But I'll be honest with you. There's only two drive-throughs that I ever go through. I wish my life was that simple. Chick Fil A and Popeyes. And Popeyes once in a blue moon. Yeah, usually. And Chick Fil A, there's somebody right there dapping at, you up. Yeah, so. at Chick Fil A, it's always like, "What up? Welcome to Chick Fil A. How may I serve you?" And there's you somebody know, it's standing that. in front of you. You know. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. So I, I rarely come across it. I wish I did more often, Joe. But I'd be as big as this fucking house. <laughs> fucking roll me out of here. Yeah, just like because I, you guys don't work retail, but like there are things we have to say sometimes, bro. Mm. I lived that life. I work retail for twenty fucking years, but you don't not not now. You've had to say things. Thanks for calling Advanced Auto Parts and Batteries. This is Chris. How can I help you? Right. I worked at Dollar Tree. <laughs> how did you answer? How did you answer the phone? At Dollar Tree? Yeah, they, oh. didn't, they didn't give me that responsibility. <laughs> they didn't trust you with the phone. <laughs> I was a stock boy. I'd, I'd love having fun with it. I'd, I'd do so. Like, it's a great day at Advanced Auto Parts and Batteries. This is Chris. How can I help you today? They'd be like, they'd be like go get a box of plastic water guns <laughs> out of the back and fill up this yeah. basket. Like, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I hate, I hate the fucking phone. That's like the worst part of my fucking job. I have to answer the phone now. I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to technically, like, but like, not I mean, after what happened. No, 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 no. Just in terms, of like, like, I mean, legally, young, younger people should be doing it. Yeah. But uh-huh. like, but like, I, I do it at work all, all the time, and uh, I have my little, my little. But it's very short. It's like, you know, uh, I, 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 I honestly, I pick up the the phone and I'm like, Mop and Company, Bobby speaking. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, I, I try to distill it to as as little as possible. We have a blur, brother. Say, I don't, I never asked the flu shot thing because I'm like, not everyone's fucking calling yeah. as a customer. It could be a fucking yeah. sales rep. That's why I was asking because like I'd be calling places and they'd be saying things that are completely irrelevant to me. Do, do I? Yo, but the truth is, man, there must be a wide population where that shit has an impact, and this is why I say that. Like, comment, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Everybody fucking says it. Right. I've never fucking said it. However, it must have an impact because people continue to say it. Even people that I respect. Or you just think it has an impact. Yeah, but I'm like, there's people that I respect that make their living out out of this. Like, I'll give you an example. Mr. Sunday Movies, right? I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if you're familiar. Yeah. He's fucking brilliant. And he definitely plays the game, but he doesn't give a shit about, you know, he doesn't give a shit about the bullshit and he's not like ever going to. You know, be one of those like just fucking cringy YouTube personalities, right? But he will be like, uh, you know, if you want to do us a favor, hit us like button. Really, have, you know, like, yeah, he'll yeah. go through it. So, it, like, I trust him. it's his business, yeah. So I trust that it has an impact. But I just feel shitty doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless I'm making a joke out of it, and then it's like, well, am I doing it just to make a joke out of it, just to get the fucking like, you know, it's like a whole fucking thing, right? Yeah, I always felt like if people want to do that, they would because they're on a, unless they're completely new to the platform, they don't, they know what's up. Yeah, so they're I, on YouTube, I agree. Like, I like what I like and. You know, that's that. But, like, it must, there must be a ton of people that are like, yeah, I can do that for you. You know, like, just huh. as a, you know, there mu- it must work. Usually what happens when... A call to action, right? That's what yeah. they call it. Yeah. Like, when I, personally, when I'm, I'm, I know I'm not the norm, but, like, I usually like videos when I like them. Or the, if I like the person, I like the fucking video anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm horrible at liking shit. I just... Because the way I consume it is mostly through a TV. Yeah. And it's not. So mobile is not easier. I have to like click three times and then over four times. Well, most people, I think, I think most people are, right? Like if you Mm -hmm. look at like any video, if you look at the likes compared to the views compared to the comments, like it's always the the ratio. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. And to the subscription. But it's fairly consistent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I usually find myself, if I watch multiple videos from one person, I'm like, oh, I should subscribe. Yeah. If I I recognize them, that's what happens. Um, but yeah, what, 
I never say good on my on my greetings because they're supposed to say it's good morning, good afternoon, or whatever, good evening. Uh-huh. This is pharmacy. I, I, I'm just say morning or uh-huh. afternoon. This is like it's, it's something I don't, I don't know. It's just something I, an announcement I, of time. And, and, yeah, and because I mean, I think it's informal, right? Like like if I see people walk in the neighborhood, I'm morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, and and I, I I don't I don't know, man. I've made it my habit for, from a long time ago not to say that. And also, I don't ask how are you. And actually, I have this on my note as, as a follow up. It's like I don't. I, I wish we could get away from that. Yeah. Just say hi or good morning, yeah. morning, whatever. Because it, it's two things. It, it's obligatory, kind of, to say it's a greeting, right? It's nice. Yeah. You, something we should say, but. It puts both two people in awkward situations. One person who's asking you something they don't care about, mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. Second person who's put in a position where they most likely have to lie to you mm-hmm. and have to feel probably worse for having to say, mm-hmm. I'm good. Thanks. You know, I've never. I, so it's, I, like, it's like the dog that's everything's on fire. And it's like, I'm fine. It's like, I wish people didn't have to ask I use all the, the time. I use the super, like, middle-aged white dude answer and like how you doing today living the dream brother yeah or uh or the other one is i'm doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like I, uh i usually like i i am a how are you like yeah um but i also I say feel like you care i do care yeah for one that's the difference for, for two i find that oftentimes i've said like hey how are you and somebody be like oh, i just stepped in a pile of dog shit and like now my day is more entertaining <laughs> You know oh, what I mean? Bro, because yeah. like, like I get a lot of these like, yeah, little random sucks. responses, you know. And then, uh, and then on on the flip side of it, there's a time. Uh, there's only one time in my life where I was having a bad day, and somebody asked, "How are you doing?" And I told them. And I say that to say this: it's twofold. One, when if I'm having, if I'm going through something, or if I'm having, if I'm having a blues or whatever, and somebody says, "How you?" I don't even consider it. I don't ever. It doesn't bother me. I understand, like, you know what I mean? I, I appreciate that jazz. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And in my head, I'm like, you're not fucking fine. You're fucking, like, tell them why you're a fucking lunatic. But I don't. And, you know, and I just I just continue. But it doesn't bother me. There's only. Well, I'm not bothered by the person. I'm not, I'm not offended by the person. I'm so, it's no, like, it but makes it, it, me does, feel, it doesn't stir me it, up at all. It yeah, doesn't stir it stirs me up me at a all. little bit sometimes. And the only time, though, that some, my, when my grandmother passed and I came back to work like two days later or whatever it was, and my supervisor said, uh, how you doing? And I just I was looked at. Him, I was like, "Not good, man. I'm not good." And uh, he was like, "And I could see in his face, like, fuck, I should not have asked." And I think he was actually being sincere. Yeah, he was asking me how I was doing because he knows my grandmother just passed. Yes, he just expected to get the normal tough guy answer. Of, yeah, yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? Life and death. Am I right? Um, but I wasn't okay, you know. And I answered it honestly and. Not that I wanted him to fix me, because I knew that was beyond his control, but I could see in his eyes that, like, fuck, tactical error, shouldn't have asked, blah, blah, blah. And that's the yeah. only time I ever felt weird about it in my life. Mm. But I do remember it, you know, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a thing that just, you know, more thoughts I have in my notes. Yeah. But that's it. Okay. That's all I did. Christopher? Been around the world, nah, nah, yeah, yeah. Nah. I fucking hate airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't here last week. Um, I was, uh, I was in beautiful. I was, I was staying in Hilton Head. Oh, you should stop by and see my old man. I thought about. I seriously was like, legit. I was like, that's an old fucking town. Like, there's a bunch of old people there. Yeah. 
I mean, sometimes I just like it. And, and honestly, in, 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 October, yeah. in October, that's what you're going to get. It isn't like, you know, people are working in school and whatnot. So I want a trip with work. Okay. Um, Lucky. Yeah. So we went to, uh, we stayed in uh, Hilton Head and we went to Savannah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went fishing one day, um, which historically when I'm gone fishing with work, I normally get seasick or whatever. This time I, I like, I took Dramamine. More like drama, me. Am I right? <laughs> so when I was on one of these other excursions, the one of the boat captains is like, the trick is you take Dramamine the night before, mm. then you take it again that morning. Okay. And I did that, and I was I was fine. Uh, the fishing was awful. We didn't catch any fish, but we had a blast. And I'll tell you one reason we had a blast. And I've talked about this before. I think I mentioned it like when me and Kelly and, and Brian Brink were, were coming back from, from Nashville that we just played music and talked about that music. Uh-huh. So we had some with some um some people some really long teeth, Bobby. Yeah. Some sixty sixty year olds, you know, in their six late sixties guys that were on the trip. And one guy, Robert, I just I talked about the, him before. He's the dude that he has no corners, he's just like the smoothest operator. Uh-huh. He was on he was on the boat and the dude the kid that was a boat captain he's like hey you guys want to play some music i'm like yeah i hung my phone i was like i'm gonna put on a 70s rock playlist mm-hmm. which just one drill <laughs> it's the best i mean it's, it's arguably the best era of rock and roll music it, it is and it was just cool to like like robert what do you remember about the and he'd tell me stories about you know this song and that song and because i think we all tie like a lot of music at some point like you haven't that song reminds you of something mm-hmm. right prom <laughs> yeah what, yeah, whatever. So, so that that was fun. Um, we drank. I've drank more in the past two weeks than I've probably drank in the past two years. I, and I feel right now, I probably drank as much in the past two weeks as I have every week the past two years. Well, <laughs> see, I don't. I don't. Honestly, like if I'm going on one of these work events, I kind of like prime myself and drink mm-hmm. like the week before at home, uh-huh. just so it's not such a shock to my system. Right, right, right. But like, I haven't drank. Well, I had a Bloody Mary for breakfast yesterday, but other than that, I'm <laughs> like my body's just like it's a sober as a judge. <laughs> it's rough. So, um, yeah, it was it was a fun trip. Uh, it was a nice resort. You know, we uh, we did a we did a port tour. I want to talk about this of Savannah. So, Savannah is the second largest port city on the East Coast, behind Newark. Huh? Really? Yeah. And um, they took Not us. Baltimore. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. yeah. So we um, we took the port tour and got to see like the kind of logistics around the shipping containers and mm-hmm. um the way that operates and like we got to see a um international papers paper company obviously and but they had like the log trucks would pull up this giant crane grabs the logs and it drops them in this thing it's a big chute and it like it's it's kind of like a hot dog in a hallway bobby <laughs> it it sends it down here and it, it shears off all the bark at once wow yeah, it was just interesting to see. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then watching the shipping, I felt like he was lining me up for a joke. That's why I was a little bit cautious. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then um, we got to see the shipping containers, at, you know, in the, the on and off process. So right. they've got these cranes that come up and they connect and pick up the the um, the containers and offload them, and that's how they bring them on. And the operators are are sitting at forty five degrees angled down. Mm-hmm. They work eight hour shifts, two hours work. And then for two hours, they have to go lay back for 45, 45 degrees for mm. two hours because people's eyes were falling out because they were doing, when they're doing this so long, the gravity. For real? Yeah. So there's probably some Wait, 60, what? 70 year old dudes with eyeballs missing. I don't know. That's just what this dude told me. And, I, I mean, is he pulling your chain? 
I don't know. Well, I mean, look, if you... Dude, pulling your chain is some old man shit. I'm old man. I've, I've turned 41 now. I'm old. That's right, Joe. Everything I changed. Your, I see your teeth. <laughs> Everything changed. Yeah, your, your selfies don't tell me that. Story. I started asking for nudes. Fucking same yeah. pulling my chain. Yeah. Um, I had an awful flight home. Um, you know, it was a direct flight. I flew out of, out of Reagan. So it was, you know, supposed to be Hilton Head to D.C. The weather was bad. Although we didn't see any bad weather. And I knew once I saw the plane start leaning a whole lot, I'm like, they're fucking circling. Yeah. Well, after about 30 minutes of that, the pilot said, we're going to have to go to Richmond and get some fuel. We sat on the tarmac for two and a half hours in Richmond. Oh, dude, it's brutal. It's fucking making me feel anxious just thinking about Listen, it. Listen, I paid out of pocket to upgrade to an exit row seat. Just to get some feet. And I'm so glad I did, because if not, I would have been like, Les Mis. been awful. Could have been awful. <laughs> so came home. Being a giant person. Um, got, that's not good for planes. Yeah. Left m- last Monday, week before last. By the time you hear that, it was two weeks ago. Left on Monday, came back Thursday, um, and was home for the weekend. And then I left this Monday to go to Nashville for uh, the, the cool thing about the Savannah thing is most of the time when we do this stuff, we have customers with us. Savannah's a cool town, too. Yeah. Most of the time when we do this stuff, we have customers with us, uh-huh. but it was just all internal people. So it was. It was, it, I got to meet some people in a different way than I have before. Right, right, right. So this past well, this week, I was in Nashville basically for 48 hours, and I feel like I was there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. We did so much. You know, and you get to a point, people get familiar enough with you where you're coming to the bar, they just know what you... I drink Jameson and ginger ale, and it's just sitting there waiting on me. And like we had a kind of pre, pre-game meeting about this... And like, let's try to keep everybody out of the bars if we can. So we did what we had to do too. We had like free time Tuesday, and, and me and my me and my my boss were were with this group, and we're like, let's. Uh, you guys want to go to the you know Country Music Hall of Fame? You want to go? <laughs> like, there's this moonshine tasting thing. We go, well, yeah, we just want to go to the rooftop bar. So away we went. Wow. So I started drinking at like one o'clock, and I didn't stop till about one o'clock. It's like skull fest for me. Yeah, so I was uh, I was definitely feeling it. Three sheets to the wind, as it were. I was surprised you guys are still drinking so much on your work trips. Didn't some wild shit happen last time you guys was drinking on a work work trip? No, somebody, not us. Somebody, somebody, somebody else. Fired. No, it was a, somebody wrecked a scooter, <laughs> but it was not our group. It was another group. <laughs> I thought someone was starting fights and shit. I don't. Uh, I did hear. Yeah, I don't. There is a story about that, but it's not. It's not worth telling, and it doesn't involve me. So, um, I watched a bunch of shit over the weekend. Nice. Oh, and I forgot before you I did it on the plane. I went to uh, yeah, good, good question. Kelly and I went to uh, AEW in in DC. Okay, that was a fucking blast. Speaking of AEW, oh yeah. no, speaking of wrestling, yeah. Why do you guys want action figures that, that sweat. sweat? Okay, well those are from the nineties. If bottles, you still when you, you still you have to explain yourself into the action figure, and and you push the head down, fucking it yes, gushes sweat. I know. Those are Jack specific figures from the nineteen nineties. I had a couple of them out of morbid curiosity. Okay, no, no, if you have morbid curiosity, you got one. You got a couple. This you want it. <laughs> well, right? Am I wrong? No, you're right. You have to remember where we were in the world with wrestling. It was the hottest thing because yeah, so hot that you're sweating. Your action figures. NWO. Bro, I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? I want you, I want you to apologize. <laughs> I'm not apologizing for shit. But 
but okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Where I didn't are come they? Up with, where just, are we? You sweat. All my wrestling figures got sold when I was running my wrestling promotion. So if I had them, they were I didn't gone. know they existed. If like anybody just, has like one, two days ago, and wants to get rid of it, send it to Nerdy. Oh, just buy the one. On, buy one off eBay. Somebody we'll, uh, send it to us. And, we'll make it sweat. And Bobby, Bobby will review it on Patreon. Put mayonnaise in it. <laughs> oh, bro! Put all kinds of things in it. Oh God! Ugh. This is day seven of Joe puts things in sweaty wrestling. <laughs> Anyways, we had we had a, we had a really good time. We had we had third row seats, and um, it was in this that's it's called the Sports and Entertainment Complex in D.C. It's like in the middle of a fucking neighborhood. There's all yeah. these like uh, apartment complexes, and it's very strange. But it's a it's not a big place, but I think it kind of added to the 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 fun of the show. Uh, there was this guy sitting right behind us, and every female wrestler that came out, he yelled. Like there's a show us your dick. No, I oh. wish it would have been more entertaining. So like this girl's name is Sheeta, and he did. Come on, Sheeta! Come on, Sheeta! Like the entire match, and he is like, he's on the row behind me, but like three seats down. But it's hurting my fucking ears. Wow. So, and he's double masked, so it's like. Come on, <laughs> So by the time like everybody gets good and kind of liquored up here, like whatever he was yelling, the entire group of the section we were in would yell the opposite or it, it was, it was entertaining. Yeah. It was a really good show. It was late. Like we didn't get home to like one thirty or something. <sighs> Brutal. Yeah. But we had a blast. Good. Um, I'm not that old yet to think we'll get one thirty being late to get home. Yeah. Well, when you go to bed at you know ten thirty, yeah. it, it it is a little late. And when's the last time you were out till one thirty? Yeah. Not up, not but up. out. Like I didn't out. get home and like there's a different type of exhaustion with people and publics and yeah. you know all that you know getting to the parking lot. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> like driving. You know. Like, <laughs> So I did real. I, did, I lie real quick. I lie no. on that shit on my physical every fucking year. They're like, "How easy is it for you to fall asleep when doing the following things?" And it's like all of them. I'm like immediately. But <laughs> yeah. I say, I was like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me?" Oh, I, I read the encyclopedia every night for a good hour and a half before I even get yeah. a little yawn going on. You know what I mean? So one more thing about Savannah. So the the scenes in Forrest Gump where he's sitting on the bench are, are filmed in Savannah. Mm. Mm. The bench isn't there anymore. What? There's not a placard for. That's I found crazy. Out, I found out later because yeah. I, I, we talked about it. Like, yeah, it's here, our, and like we kind of were doing our own thing. But I was with this group of people, and they're just wandering around looking at stuff. And I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go try to find this Forrest Gump bench. I'll meet you guys back, you know, wherever. So I start. I Google it on my phone. I'm like, all right, well, it's actually called Forrest Gump Park. Well, we actually went through this park a few minutes ago, but there's nothing here. So I'm looking around at people. And I don't know if you guys would, would, would ever do this. I'm looking around at people. I'm like, those are definitely tourists. Those are tourists. Mm-hmm. That dude looks like he might get live here. I was like, hey, man, do you live here? He's like, yeah, what's up? I was like, I'm looking for the Forrest Gump bench. He's like, ah, it's not here anymore. I'll show you where it was. So he walks me over and it's like, it was right here where these shrubs are. And not even like, a plaque or nothing. There's nothing. Apparently, there's some sort of like museum in town and oh, it's in that it. museum now. But I'm like, why would you not have... Something. A wrought iron bench. I mean, I could imagine if it was a wooden bench and like over the years people fuck with it. Just put a fucking wrought iron bench there and a little placard. Yeah. Or Paramount may be like, nope, don't do that. Who knows? You would think the city would have the right to that. That is a cool city and it's open container too. And, you know, that shit, that little strip down like on the water yeah. with all that. That's a cool spot, man. I'll tell you a funny story. One of the guys that was with us, he's very quirky. Mm-hmm. He, he and I actually have kind of similar personalities, but I think mine's turned knob one way and his is the other. <laughs> But he's like, he's, he covers Georgia for, he does what I do, but in Georgia. And he, 
He's like, uh, we want to eat this particular place. He's like, I can't remember the name of it. I know what it looks like on the inside. We wandered around for 30 fucking minutes while he stuck his head in all these places. <laughs> we, ended up going, we ended up going back to the place we started. He didn't find uh, it. No, I, no, I don't guess he did. But I think overall, this travel is probably, it was, you know, people always be good exposure for you. I think it really was because nice. I really got to know some of the leadership that I didn't know that well. There's My boss has a peer who's, basically my age and you know we talked about gangster rap and fucking <laughs> country music and growing up in the 90s and, and, and it was it was just cool to yeah that's cool. i think it was network, good networking actually serves purpose yeah mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah so and you know this this trip in nashville i had to basically you know they're like all right this is your group you take care of so i had four people that i never met before that i had to basically i was their handler Mm. and i you know kind of made sure they got where they needed to be and stuff right. and i got some kudos on nice doing that so um i watched a bunch of shit basically over the weekend and then some on the plane <clears throat> um and this is in no order whatsoever sure uh on netflix bobby you probably heard of it i canceled it yeah yeah i heard uh I, i've gotten to where if i'm working like in the shop doing dioramas which we'll talk about that in a minute Documentaries, documentaries are great because you can passively watch it because mm-hmm. yes. they basically tell Listen, you everything. Yeah. I mean, you can look at the screen whenever you want, but somebody's talking, right? So there's one other call. It's the Redeem Team. You guys are obviously familiar with the Dream Team. I yes. know, Bobby, you, you basketball, it's the orange ball with a hoop. Yeah, no, I'm familiar with okay. that one. My daughter played it. Okay, right. So in 1992, the U.S. Olympic Committee <clears throat> decided to let pros play, and that's when Jordan... It was a fucking... It was a, it was a disaster for the rest of the world. They just it got was. the whole fucking floor mopped with them <laughs> yeah. for like fucking day in and day out it, it right so what happened is i think the next olympics was kind of the same and then as interest from the players kind of waned and i didn't realize this but after after nine after 9 11 so like the 2004 olympics like not a lot of the superstars wanted to go because of security right and that was the one where like we won the bronze medal because what happened is the influence of the NBA had spread across the world and you had, you know, Greece had a great team and, and, uh, Spain had a great team. Mm -hmm. So uh, there were two, two times in a row where they didn't win the goal. Well, basically they brought a new, a new guy on to run the program, Jerry Colangelo, who started like four, I didn't realize three or four NBA teams. He started over the years. Uh The last one was a Phoenix Suns, So he sold the Suns, and he became like the head of USA basketball. And they set it up where like, look, if you want to be in this team, it's going to be a three year process. You got to come every summer for two years. And then the third year we're going to play. And they did like, and, and it was a lot of the top star. I mean, it was LeBron and, um, I can't touch Carmelo Anthony, and you guys probably have no idea who these people are. <clears throat> I know the both of those. It was Car- Carmelo Anthony Car- was in the Mel- stop stitching video. Well, and he's from <laughs> he's from Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why he was in the video. Yeah, he had be more in his shoes, and he got in big trouble for doing that shit. I'm sure he did. Um, and he never won a championship either, but that's all right. Um, I don't even know if he plays anymore. Anyways, this group of guys from that era was there, and and they all played in like uh, it's I think it's called FIBA. It's like Federation of International Basketball, whatever. And they, they got beat in that. And it was like a qualifying tournament. They came in third, you know, but they got beat by another team. So they uh, they were trying to figure out, you know, international basketball, Olympic basketball is different than, than the NBA. It's a different game. Like, and guys, I'm sorry. I don't know if you know the rules of basketball, but in the NBA and in most American basketball, like there's a three-second rule in the lane. 
Yeah, like, you can't stay in. There. You can't stay in. The, yeah, there's no three second rule in international basketball. Oh, that's the, it's, there's that's a little bit of nuance that's different. Uh-huh. It's a high. It's a lot different of strategies. <laughs> it's a lot of high pick and rolls. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, you kidding me? Um, I thought that was I a lo- ha- hairstyle, high pick and roll. I love yeah. a fucking good roll. Yeah, if you've ever seen John Stockton and Carl Malone, that's the best probably pick and roll in the world there was. Anyways, um, long story short, they got Kobe to play, and his like. I was never a Kobe fan. I always thought he was an asshole, and they confirmed that he's an asshole. But his work ethic, like they, a bunch of them went out to the party one night, and they uh-huh. were coming in at like four. And here's this dude drenching with sweat already from being at the gym, and he was going to shoot at four a.m. And they said by the end of that week that the entire team was up at the gym with it. like every morning. Not he said, Carmel Anthony's like, I ain't gonna be nowhere at four a.m. He's like, I was there at eight. <laughs> But they were there practicing and like leadership. That's yeah. leadership. And Kobe's um, Kobe's on the Lakers. Powell Gasol was a, a guy from Spain that was like his, his kind of his ride or die on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. It was after Shaq had left. So Paul Gasol was like the, the big guy there. Um, and they were playing. Um, they were playing Spain in the first round game. And Kobe said something like, I'm going to run through Powell on the first play. It's like, what do you mean? That's your teammate. He ain't my teammate today. In like the very first play, Powell goes to set a screen, which is basically you stand there and be in the way. And Kobe just fucking double forearm bodies him, just like runs at him and boom, knocks his ass to the ground. I thought that's a foul. It is. Okay. But he made a fucking statement and they won the gold medal. Hmm. It, was, it was really cool. I mean, it, it was, it was, you know, and it's sad, you know, Kobe passed away so tragically. Yeah. Like I said, I was never a Kobe fan. I'm not jumping on any bandwagons, but to see somebody's some one person's work ethic can change a whole fucking thing, that's powerful shit, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, anybody listening, like if you're in a fucking work situation that's fucked up, think somebody's gotta be in charge. And I know it's hard sometimes if you're not in charge, but set a fucking example. Yeah. Right? Let people roll with that. I had no idea I was gonna talk about that that so long. Okay. You guys know I like Vice mm-hmm. and the shit yes, they do. I there's, do too. There's a new series on Vice and your guy, um, Rock the Dwayne Johnson is actually the executive producer. He has nothing to do with it other than he does like the <laughs> intro, right? It's called Tales from the Territories. As you guys know, professional wrestling before Vince McMahon bought everything, there was a there was territories in all over the country. There's probably twenty big territories, and so what they're doing is they're telling stories from that, and they're kind of doing some. Did you guys ever watch any of the Dark Side of the Ring stuff? Well, you get the vibe. I, like, yeah, I remember you I telling. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. So these are like now drilled down. Like the first, the first two that that I've watched, and I think it's the only two there. They're about in the Memphis territory. So Memphis was it was continental wrestling. They they were in Memphis and Nashville, and they might have gone a little bit into Alabama. Although there was another promotion <laughs> down in Alabama, and and oh, they went to Louisville. They did the Louisville Gardens. But Memphis, like wrestling in in the late seventies and early eighties, was like. I think they said like 80% of households in the market were watching that fucking show on Saturday morning. And the Saturday morning show was a commercial for for uh, the Monday. They had a Monday show at the Coliseum or whatever. And That's a really high like, watch. Rate. Yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. Um, so they were just telling some stories. And the one that I'd heard some of these stories before. I hadn't heard all of these stories. The one that, that I want to tell you is... At one point in time, there was another promoter in Nashville that 
they said the guy basically was had dementia and people were just telling him shit and he was making decisions he shouldn't have. Well, somebody's like, you know, Jerry Jarrett, who's a promoter in Memphis, he's coming after your territory. Well, he sent a, a shooter, which is like a guy who legit can fight to fucking cut this guy to cut him or kill him or something. What the fuck? And they made a good point. The Jerry Jarrett said the bones in your hand, are the most fragile in your body, and your head's the hardest part of your fucking body. You know, look what we do. Yeah, it is what it is. But I'm not gonna hit anybody in the head for real. So he fucking ripped the guy's eye out. Fish hooked his eye and ripped it out. What two, the fuck? Two weeks later, the same guy shows up at another show. Jerry the King Lawler. He's yes. part of that. He's in the ring, and the dude just jumps the guardrail, gets in the ring with a fucking straight razor. Jerry Lawler's like, "Fuck this, I'm out." He runs to the back. Dutch Mantel pulls out a fucking revolver. What the fuck? To 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 get him to go back. The sheriff of the town is sitting on the front row. He doesn't realize that it's not part of the show. Oh shit! Because it's wrestling. Is that? That's crazy. And and there's a bunch of other nice little chunks and nuggets in there. If you're wow. if you're a wrestling fan, the other one is um, J- uh, Andy Kaufman. You guys are familiar with Man, yeah. Man in the Moon. And he yeah. did. He wrestled. He well. That's that's what it's about. It's about that whole. It's a fucking. It's an incredible story. Like how much that dude like got invested like like when jerry lawler Powell gave him a power driver he's like you know they're whispering to call an ambulance like i can't afford it it's like 300 bucks he's like i'll pay for it just call an ambulance and he's he stayed in the hospital for like four days and pay for it out of pocket just to sell that jerry lawler had given him this power driver jerry lawler said years later he said when we were filming man in the moon with jim carrey he said i met andy coffin's parents and Andy Kaufman never even smartened up his his parents hated Jerry Lawler because they thought he had really done that. Oh shit! He had never told it's his parents up. it was a work. That dude is something else, man. I, yeah, that's crazy, crazy, and he passed away like that out of the blue. I watched a video on YouTube about the crisis and visual effects. This is pretty interesting crisis stuff. Crisis and visual effects. So obviously, all these major blockbuster movies have a ton of visual effects artists mm-hmm. working on them, and these people are working 70, 80 hours a week. You know, uh, they, they said Marvel and um, Netflix are the villains here. They're the two that really push and they'll make these drastic changes, but they won't bump a deadline and people are just getting burnt out. And and sometimes financially, like the the Life of Pi. You guys ever seen that movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah I, the I have tiger. not, that, that, I have not that's seen the it. That's the one he was talking about the Indian movie. Yeah, it's good. I have not seen it, but that movie, like the effects house that did that, mm-hmm. went, uh, they, went, they went bankrupt hmm. because the demands versus what they were getting paid, they couldn't do it. And they showed like, I guess that movie won some sort of award. A bunch. Well, one of the awards, like one of the, whoever was had got the words up there speaking and they, basically they were telling that story and they fucking cut their mic so it's like a dirty That's secret uh the other one is gaming industries our, like that too. our favorite movie with our non-butthole cat movie they said that was that was like the pressure oh, to get really? that done and then nobody was happy with it and they even showed a clip of two of the actors on stage basically shitting on the visual effects team uh-huh. as a joke they're like what do you want us to do? I mean, we did everything we could. It's like they said there's a disconnect between the, the director's understanding the technology of how this works uh-huh. and their demand. That sounds is like ridiculous. a fascinating documentary. I mean, it was it's only like a 25 minute video. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like, remember when they completely changed the entire Sonic movie? Yeah. yeah. So they didn't exactly say that. But yeah, think about that. I mean, those people, 
who knows if they got paid? I, mean, I don't know how the shit works. You sign a contract. And I think the problem is like because the results comes from the artist, mm-hmm. not realizing a lot of problems come from the studio. Yeah, asking, exactly. It, like like if it looks like shit, maybe they ask what. Like sometimes you you blame you wonder why great actors are acting poorly in his movies. Like maybe the director yeah. sucks. Like look at Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen's performance in the prequels. Yeah, they were they were made to act bad. It's yeah. not their fault. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't tell because that's the product you see. Yeah, I watched the Elvis movie. <coughs> oh, excuse uh, me, on, on HBO. Mm-hmm. How was it? Well, let's start by making sure you know it's a Baz Luhrmann production. Who did Moulin Rouge? Oh, um, the original Shakespeare. Uh, me, uh, oh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, so it's very fair musical. It's very stylized. Gotcha. I'm out. They use a lot of modern. <laughs> uh-huh. They use yeah, a lot of modern music musical. in it too. Uh huh. Which is interesting. I mean, I, I, movie? I knew Elvis's story same broadly. Way Romeo and Juliet. My parents, my mom, I mean, there was a huge, I mean, everybody loved Elvis back then. Mm-hmm. And like his, his, I think Colonel Tom Parker was the guy who was his manager and he ran his fucking life and he didn't kill him, but he basically pointed him in that direction right. because he was actually an immigrant. He was here illegally. He had lied about his background. He, Elvis was? No. Um, oh, the this, manager. This, yeah. He couldn't... Tr- so Elvis wanted to do... They wanted to do international. He never t- He never performed, I don't think, outside the States. Because that's why he had a residency in Las Vegas, because he backdoored it. The guy, the, the guy who was running his shit had a crippling gambling debt. <laughs> like, he owed the... Oh, that's always one of the con- the casinos he owed. I don't know how much money, but basically the casino Elvis ended up performing at for five years was to pay off his debt. Yeah, and he was like showing him. He write he was writing it on a napkin. He's like, "You pay." I don't remember what the money was, and clear my debt and give me an unlimited line of credit. And then he got him started on pills. He had a fucking doctor that would come give him shots. I don't know what it was, but yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, Michael Jackson kind of similar circumstance yeah. with like it, Prince. You know, like. You remember Prince showing up to like award shows with a cane and shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like when you're jumping off of like six foot speakers and high heels. Yeah. You know, like day in mm-hmm. and day, it's going to have an impact yeah, on your body. Not, you can't, you can't yeah. judge it for it. You know? I watched this, uh, some people on one of these trips talking about it. It's, uh, it's on Netflix. I guess they've done like seven seasons of it. And I think it's on, Disco- or on Discovery Your History or something. It's called Alone. Mm-hmm. It's basically they drop these people in the, this particular one, they dropped them in the Canadian wilderness with like, you're literally by yourself. You have you film it all yourself. The naked and afraid type it, deal? it is, but it's not. I mean, naked and afraid. Obviously, there's a lot of put ons there. I think. Yeah. But these are literally like. It's, do you ever watch Survivor Man? That Les Stroud guy. Survivor? Not Survivor. Survivor Man. I mean, he that not dude. Bear that Grylls? dude. No, that guy's a clown. <laughs> Les Stroud basically did the Bear Grylls thing, but he did it all by himself. Like he'd set up all the cameras yeah. and everything. So this is what this is. They give him all these cameras, and it's whoever whoever st- can stay the longest, you win half a million dollars which is a life-changing amount of money yeah. for anybody um but you know they would well, they all go at the same time yeah but it's they're all spread out so they won't run into no they, i don't think they'll i mean they may have it's cool though is that, do they not know if anybody else left no that's the cool part like no, everyone don't. could have left and you're still there for months by well yourself. i'm sure they tell you like hey you know and i think they it's there's some sort of because they're gonna have to be dropping them off batteries and stuff for these cameras because you know they've got gopros they've got you know uh, uh night vision whatever cameras i mean they you don't have a shelter you don't have any food so you've got to catch food or you've got a fish or you got a trap um you know somebody brought a, a bow his fucking string broke or no, a rat chewed through his fucking string on his bow it's like he was just 
what am I going to do? That's, mm-hmm. that's, I, that's how it's been interesting. And it's not, I thought it was going to be like this episode's about Joe and the next one's about, no, it's like it cuts to, you know, this person and shows a little bit. And some of these people make some really fucking bad decisions. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's a dude basically, first off, he had, 30% heart capacity because he had had a heart attack two years Why prior. Why is he there? I don't know how a doctor Why cleared, cleared And he him? basically had a heart attack. He's like, I can't I can't do it. So he tapped out and called and they came and brought him in and he was okay. And the next guy that but quit. But you're really far away from fucking medical attention. Well, no, they have, they're, they're, they're not as far away as you probably would imagine. I think it's, they said it's, you know, 20, 30 minutes they'll be there to you. Yeah. But I mean, they, but they've f- got, they've that's longer than if you're at home calling, well, hopefully calling 911. So. No, keep in mind, this isn't like, it's not like they're dropping us in the way. These are people like, they teach this shit. Okay. You know, they teach survival. Oh, like, Check you out. Yeah, yeah. dude. I would, like, so I should see him and he might, show. he might be able to do it. I saw him yesterday. He's lost 50 pounds. No oh, shit. shit. Good for him. Yeah. Married life, bro. Vegan, you know, because he had a, you know, he had a heart issue. Oh, okay. He, he's on the like, vegan game? Almost died. And, uh, like, uh, he had, like, the Widowmaker. Mm-hmm. And ever since, like, he's going vegan, he's, wow. the, you know, he's been exercising every day and shit. It's Good just, for him. Man. Nice. 50, Good for him. 50 pounds, man. I'm proud of him. So, um, I watched, uh, I've been watching Chainsaw Man. Which is an anime based on a manga. Yeah. That not made, one I'd necessarily recommend. That, yeah. It's fun. Well, thanks, Joe. <laughs> I, look, Bobby, I finally am watching anime. No, I said it's fun. <laughs> it, no, the reason is I enjoyed it. I, read, I didn't, I haven't watched the anime. I read the manga. Okay. I'm, well, I'm Mason, Mason adores it. He loves it. Yeah, he did the I, cosplay. I think it's anime. all great until like the ending was lackluster. Well, I, it, so we're on two, but, we're on two episodes. But it's, it's fun to watch. I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. It's, yeah. uh, yeah. Bobby, you wouldn't watch it, I don't think. Yeah, it's too wild. It's only, it's only subbed. It's not available dubbed. Oh, really? I'm I'm surprised. With all the hype that I would have thought it would be simulcast. Yeah, it's not. Um, We're two episodes in. It's it's the premise is wild. Is what? So there's demons in the world, and this guy has a pet dog that has a chainsaw coming out of its head. That's a demon. It's cute, and he uh, is. He owes like the he owes like seven hundred. It basically I looked at it, it's like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or something that he owes to the mafia or the mean? yakuza. Yeah, he got fucked over. Yeah, he got fucked. Um, Although his dad died and they strapped him with a debt, so he's been trying to do all these odd jobs. And anyways, he ends up becoming. Uh, I think the dog basically crawls inside of him, so now he can. He has a ripcord and he pulls a ripcord, and these chainsaws come out of his forearms and out of his head. It is wild as fuck. And then some of the, some it. of the it, other it, characters. It's really interesting. It's, yeah, it's a I lot don't of nerd fun. that way. No, like, I, know, general, I know you don't. Like, I know yeah, you don't. You know some of that wacky. Like yeah, it's really wacky. I remember they talk about like Transformers and stuff. Like on Shattercast, we get listener questions like, "What if a Transformer could fart? What type of fart would kill an Autobot?" I'm like, dude. Yep. Not not in. <laughs> not don't yeah. care. Um. Then the art is good. I mean, I, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like I like the series. I just wish I loved it more because of the. An- I'm not sure if I've ever seen bad anime art. To be fair, like me personally, it's like a casual. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if I've ever seen anything anime where I've been like, "Well, that looks awful." Nowadays, oh, you wouldn't. Some early One Piece yeah. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not great. Which, but like, it it shows like how. A story can overcome visuals because yeah, it's true. it looked like trash so much that I didn't watch for years because it looked like trash. And then once I got into it, it's like, oh, the story surpasses the art. Yeah. So, um, oh, I've lost my place, guys. I'm sorry. I, uh, oh, diorama. So, 
we did this little small production run, the staircases. We didn't sell a lot of staircases. And I think there's a couple of reasons. One, every freaking toy company had their hand out that time. Mm-hmm. And two, it's a big space commitment. And I didn't really think about that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even have anywhere to put in them. <laughs> and I'm glad they didn't sell well because they're a fucking nightmare to build. To build. Are they? Yeah. So when Man, I prototype stuff, when I, when I prototype, I mean, dude, just... So I have a baking, I bought a, like a baking tray at, at the Dollar Tree or whatever. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and that's like when I when I do the laser cutting, I, I'll take that out there with me and, you know, whatever I cut, I'll take. The thing was fucking flight, like, whoa, wobbly full of all this shit for two sets of staircases. Damn. Wow. And I, yeah. So uh, that's like the last thing I have to do is finish putting that together and, and then me and Kelly are done with that run. And we're uh legions con is the fifth and sixth in lovely Secaucus, new jersey so we're getting geared up to go to that Secaucus, it's a very <laughs> it's a very busy couple weeks it sounds like my kind of town <laughs> yes <laughs> not succubus Secaucus. no Secaucus. yeah, yeah. okay so <laughs> sounds good. i'm sure you can get that done there um it's a busy couple weeks coming up. We got visitors, we got parties, we got toy yeah. shows, we got other toy shows. Um Birthdays, then birthdays, yeah. and my birthday. Yeah, I get to, I get to celebrate my birthday in Secaucus that Sunday. Sounds great, great uh, place to have. I'd say the stars are aligning, sir. <laughs> hey, you know, um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we, when the uh, universe speaks, you fucking listen. Chris. You <laughs> we have we're we're debuting uh, several, hopefully several new products. Like I said, I have a busy couple weeks. We have a new uh, floor piece coming out that I've actually sent some samples to. Um, there's a nice little community within the Mythic Legions of of people who do like web shows and stuff. And yeah. I've sent some of those out um, and let kind of give people a heads up um, that cool. we're going to have it, you know, um, trying to do a little bit of different marketing than I've done historically for this kind of stuff. So I've got some I got some stuff in, in my brain. I've got to get on the, the machine to make to finish to, to get ready for that. So um, I Kelly and I are I don't know. Is the Game of Thrones show over now? Because no, no, okay, no, I, no, this Sunday I, is the finale. Okay, I don't up. know where I, we're several episodes. I haven't watched it since our last show, so I'm behind on that, and I'm also behind. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Okay, the Lord of the Rings show. I'm out on. I'm not out on it. I'm just. I couldn't tell you the last episode. So me and Kelly decided let's just let it finish and we'll watch it all. Like get, let's get through yes. this. Let's get that's how it, <laughs> gonna, like the whole series. No, no, because we've season. seen oh, the season. Oh, yeah. the Lord of the Rings is done. Yes, I know. Okay. I know. I okay. think we have. I think we only have one episode of that. But whatever, we're just going to wait till we get through this crazy couple weeks, and then then we'll chill and, and catch up on that. But I guess it's time for commonality. Yeah, I saw the She Hulk finale. So did I. How was that? Awful. Did it make it better? No. Awful. I knew, I did knew it make it worse? I knew you wouldn't like it. It was awful. Oh, did you I, like it? I. Oh, get, oh, get the on. cape. Good joke. No, get, get the cape. No, no, get the cape. It's no, in the bathroom. Get it no, out. No, no, no. I'm not capes. <laughs> I was very, what the fuck did I just, that was my feeling at the end. I'm like, they're, so here it is. I got told that when I was in wrestling, okay, I got told, first of all, let me lay this out. Do you guys know what a mark is in wrestling or in carnivals? I know what it is in, in LA. I don't, what does it mean in LA? A mar- mark ass bust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. West Coast Rap Over. <laughs> a mark is somebody that basically believes it all. Mm-hmm. And it comes from, in the carnivals, you know, if you played the game, they would chalk your back. So the rest of everybody else would know. Uh-huh. We mark that guy. Right, so right, he's right. a rube. Right. He's going to pay a lot of money and not win anything. Yeah. So I was told very early on, don't be a mark for your own gimmick. Uh-huh. And that show to me was, was that. And look, 
I never read the comics. I know that John Byrne apparently had a run, and that was the whole like jumping into the pages. Like when it went to the Disney Plus screen, I was like, it Kelly, went into the Disney Plus screen. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly, just like she was laughing so hard, and then Mason was like, "What?" And apparently, look, it, I will say this: that, that show, that show, just it just wasn't for me. And and I think I think for? going forward, idiots, I, I'm going to watch. <laughs> I'm, well, I haven't met anyone who liked it, so I'm gonna watch the Marvel stuff that I want to watch. I'm not gonna watch everything because if there's a little glimmer of what I want to watch in it, I'm sure I can find it on that. Or someone will watch it on Netflix or whatever. Show me. Tell, no, in YouTube. I'm sorry. So we learned a little bit about the fourth wall that she's breaking. Okay, finally. So, so we the, needed that. So spoilers in yeah, spoilers in ninety nine, ninety eight. So well, this the, is coming out next week. So next they're week, fine. correct. So the yeah, fourth been out for a week. The fourth wall that she's breaking is to another universe that's very similar to ours. In fact, I can't say for certain, Joseph, but with ninety nine percent mixture of certainty and assumption, mm-hmm. is completely one hundred percent identical to ours, with one exception. Mm. Kevin Feige, Feige Fugo is not a Fuego. human. He is an AI intelligence creating the Marvel franchise. And, and, and visually, he has a hat on like Kevin Feige always wears. But other than that, like. well, he always wears a ball cap. And yeah. the other, it reminds me, have you seen the movie Wally? Yes. When they I get on the, the ship, movie. the ship robot that comes down on an yes. arm. It, it visually, that's what it, that's, yeah, that's what it, it made me think of. Um, Dude, it's just... That sounds like awful fanfic. So she... Hulk. Hulk. Gets into a fight with the Abomination and a cult that at least would have had some sort of... It wouldn't have been good, but it at least would have tied the story together with an overarching premise. From the beginning. A bad one. Yes. But one. Yes. And she decides that this is not the right move for her show. So she stops the show, goes to the Disney Plus home screen, comes out of her thumbnail. Goes into like some behind-the-scenes Marvel show. Goes into the thumbnail of a behind-the-scenes Marvel show to go to Warner or to Disney Studios to meet with the Marvel team to have a meeting with Kevin to address the concerns of her Kevin. show. They never say his name, but we know. And they put her back in the show with a different ending, and it's meaningless. I'm upset. I don't know why. Dude, this show... <laughs> I... This show is dumb as fuck. It, and, like, it, it's it's an... it's. I want to... Uh, during this week coming up, I'm going to make a conscious effort to look at the creative people responsible for this show... That's what else they've done? ...and see what else they've done. Because this show is well, making a mockery of all of it. It's, it's, uh, it is. It's, it's I mean, the writers it's in general, right? It's it's insulting. I don't even think it's worth dwelling. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. It happened. I watched it. No, I'm I'm. I don't even want to really dwell on it. I just think the only thing that sucks for me, the most thing that I aggravates me the most is word. You brought Daredevil into this world. What do you do with him now? They've now rendered him kinda, stupid, like neutered. Daredevil. <laughs> he's stupid now too. But maybe maybe uh, he's this is just a different maybe he's just West Coast stupid. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> so look, here's another. They go into this whole bit 
and this is during the show that she doesn't like to be fair before it changes where there's kind of this like secret cult society where people meet and they uh they hate on wokeness right they hate on female characters and you know all that kind of stuff they have the secret meetings. they say something like oh i don't like i yeah, don't like female hawk she's not smart and then they, they say hulk something and, about uh female thor isn't is she just sucks it's not because she's a woman she just sucks and they say females joe instead of women because they're mm-hmm. afraid to say women they had to say females like yeah. they're an animal joseph <laughs> um the, the fact that they also say male doesn't have any sort of bearing don't don't get sidelined and then they what they're doing they are to use their terminology they are gaslighting the audience and trying to convince the audience that you can't have a criticism of something yes. without having an, an agenda regarding yes, that criticism there are people i went through this shit with the with the ray shit where people were like, she's a Mary Sue. I'm like, why? Well, because she doesn't explain her powers. I'm like, okay, here's Luke Skywalker. Can you explain? Yeah, but, he, but his father is Darth Vader. I was like, yes, but you don't find that out to the end of the second one. So until then, what explains it? Well, well he's Luke fucking Skywalker. You know what I mean? I went through it. I, arg- I argued for Ray all the time. This, it, like, it's, they just, it's like they knew it was bad mm-hmm. and knew people would be critical of it. Making an excuse for it ahead of I time. Mean, maybe they got halfway through it. They're like, this fucking sucks. Let's do something weird. Dude, Black Widow, you didn't hear... I, I thought Black Widow was mid. and I thought, yeah, that I they, thought it was fine. And I thought that they threw Taskmaster away. Yes, that's true. But like, you didn't hear people say like, Black Widow shouldn't be as strong as men. Black Widow should... You, you, you never heard that. Like, you only heard it with this, and you heard it with Captain Marvel, but you heard it with Captain Marvel for a different reason. Because it you wasn't heard, good. Because it wasn't great, and she went on a fucking show and said, this movie is not for white men. It's for everybody else, or whatever the fuck she said yeah. that was that was adjacent to that. And that, you you were automatically putting a population at least on defense. Yeah. Thanks, Lauren Hill. <laughs> that's, I mean, a, that's a deep cut. Dude, and it's not untrue. And, right. I, and I'll tell you, even with her... I'm all about you just being you. Mm-hmm. Even if they, even if you hate me, yeah. I'm all about you being you. I bumped Ice Cube until he started liking white people. Yeah, <laughs> you know until, when, when, until when he, are we there yet? When, two came out. When he, yeah, <laughs> when, he, when, when he was like, when he was like, when he, when he was like, fuck the white man and all that shit. I was like, dude, oh, yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like, I can't agree with you, but I'm really digging the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know? at the same time, at the same fair. time, you know, if you make any kind of content putting it in the world, you can say who it's for. But you have no power over who sees your shit. Yes. Yeah. And like, and the truth is, I mean, in this circumstance, Captain Marvel, I hate to tell you, but you're 100% wrong. It actually, the demographic yeah. is exactly that. It's exactly that. It's exactly it's that. That's what That's where the money is. So and that's like, where the people watch. So you put, so like, but don't, it's like, don't, it's like they knew. They knew it wasn't good. So in order for them to have a leg to pivot on, they, they fucking Eminem eight miled it. Mm-hmm. They got ahead of it. They joked themselves first so that when you did it, it took the venom out of it. P- I don't know. Clarence the, don't fucking know. parents had a real good marriage. They did. That doesn't change the fact, Joe. They, but they don't write this shit episode by episode, right? They, they, I assume they write the whole show and plan it all out before filming. Yes, but I think even when they got to that point, they're like, "Oh, this is somebody." Somebody was like, "People are going to tear." Why this didn't apart. They, Why didn't they? Why didn't they change? Why, they, why didn't they make a fucking good thing before they fucking made? They may, know. they may have even believed in it, but they knew people were going to tear it apart. And so the question is why? And I'm sure in and their why? head they were like, "Because it's a strong female," is what I'm assuming that they thought from from the message that they send in this episode. 
Yeah. But that's not why. Everyone, I, I went into this excited because She-Hulk is, guess what? A strong female. Yeah. That's what I showed up for. Yeah. I didn't care that she could outclap the Hulk or whatever that bullshit was in the first... None of that bothered me. What bothered me was when it was fucking dumb. Yeah. Yes. You know? So, the content so, itself. So, leaving all that alone for just a minute, yeah. Hulk has a kid that they're like, oh, here's a kid. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. With who? Uh, it, it's, it's that... He has a place. What, the, uh, what do they call him? I don't know. He's, he's gonna... Look, they're doing a Young Avengers thing or the new whatever the new Avengers. It's stony or... It's some weird, like, you wouldn't expect his name to be that. But, like, even that... But who's the, who's the mom? Scar. His name's Scar. Scar. Oh. From Planet Hulk? Correct. Yeah. And he's kind of dressed in the Planet Hulk garb. Yeah, he's he's dressed like whatever planet when Hulk had oh, all the shit on him. we didn't get Planet Hulk. No, he, he goes... We're gonna get Planet Hulk. He went there. Or, or, or Hulk War. Hulk went there and then came back with him. But you never see it. Just, I'm kind of upset, dude. Yeah. It's it's worth getting like, upset I'm, about. I'm like I'm not even I'm not even super invested in. The I'm not getting upset it. about it. I'm just, just like my apathy is reaching, reaching. It's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke, and it. it I'm it, looking forward to Black Panther. I'm hoping that puts some me too. Getting back apparently. Is there, apparently, it, apparently it, tickets are on sale. I just got asked about going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, so. can things be like? I think there's times there's things that like point of no return like if you shit on something hard enough like you can't bring it back yeah and this is to it, me anyway this is imploding like it's them tearing it down it like if you think about how long it's taken them to get fans 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 capital f to even start to be critical of it mm-hmm. it's taken fucking a handful of mediocre to bad movies yeah. and a handful of mediocre to bad shows with maybe a few good shows sprinkled in yeah it's taken so much you know, if you look at other franchises, I mean, I, like, and I'm just picking these two because I feel like they're the big three, right? Star Wars, Marvel, DC. Yeah. It took two DC movies. It took a second DC movie that they didn't think was great to tear down the whole fucking franchise. It took uh, a second, no, a th- third Star Wars movie to tear down the whole franchise. But before the third one came out, the rips were already starting. The mm-hmm. seams had already started. So, like... If you think about how committed, how like fanatical the fans were for Marvel and how much damage they had to do to back people away from it. Yeah, and once I mean once those guys are flipped like I don't know if you can flip them back cuz like, yeah, they, they, they they they've tolerated some, I mean I I've been that way with other franchises too, and also like you know after Doctor Strange 2 I I'm like I'm out. Yeah. And guys the, like, other, the other thing to keep in mind is you do know what the key demographic age is. It's eighteen to thirty-four. Mm-hmm. We're not the key demographic. Uh, did we get aged anymore. out? Maybe. But do we know anyone but, I mean, in that I, age group I, that I, likes I, that I, shit? But I super enjoyed it from like thirty-five to thirty-nine. I know that's the problem. Well, look, if we could steer this conversation in a little bit more of a positive avenue, but keep it on it's Disney called Nerd Plus. Rage. See, I know <laughs> to keep it on Disney Plus. Andor's fantastic. Oh my god, that show is so fucking good. Is it over? I'm, no, no it, I think. Maybe two more episodes. I don't know. The writing, dude. It's so good, dude. It is. Oh, Joe, you got to watch Same this studio. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, but de- yeah. No, I'm definitely watching yeah, it. it. I, it, I it is, to. There's definitely no way I was going to miss that. It is everything I've wanted out of Star Wars. He has a moment with it's his mother or a woman that adopted him, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. surrogate mother, for lack of a better term. Um, not a surrogate, which I saw in a tweet recently that was funny as hell. It was like, uh, I don't think I could ever be a surrogate mother. I couldn't carry. I couldn't carry somebody else's baby and then give it up. And the tweet replied to it was, "Did you mean, sir? Never mind." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, 
he has this conversation with her where he's going to fuck off. Basically, he wants her to come with, you know, his mom basically to come with him. And she says, no, like I've decided to fight like this old ass woman. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're old as hell. And she's like, I don't care. Like it's gone too far. I can't be fulfilled running anymore. I can only be fulfilled fighting. Even if the fight only lasts one more day. And what happened is spoilers, whatever yeah. you, they, Basically, I, I wouldn't even go into a deep. Well, no, I'm just I'm yeah. just using it as a, so basically he worked with these people and they robbed uh, Garrison and stole their payroll mm-hmm. for a quarter. Huh? It was a quarter, a quarter because they couldn't get it all. No, like uh, what do you mean a quarter? January to March. Oh, one quarter. <laughs> yeah. So like, they they stole this. I mean, a huge amount of money. That's a lot of money. And that did several things. It it made the empire tighten the fist. Which had repercussions directly for for Andor, and then it created the rebellion because these little pockets of people that thought that they were hopeless, they're like, "Oh, they got them. Let's go get them." Let's, and that's exactly what uh, I cannot remember the characters. The guy who runs the antiquity shop with mom yeah. with mom yeah, yeah, Mothma yeah. uh, there, um, and he's like, "She's like, people are going to suffer." I'm like, "Yeah," and then they're going to want to fight back. Yeah, it's going to cause a rebellion. But like, dude, those scenes when the the ISB or whatever it is. Yeah, IBS. I don't think it's I, bowel syndrome. syndrome. Yes. They're all sitting around going on their seats. <laughs> yeah. Um that that tension, like when that dude tries to call out the the woman, yeah. De- De- Dedra or Dedra or whatever her name is. And she's like, Actually, motherfucker, I got all my shit ready to go. Yeah. And then her boss is like, Nice work. Walk with me. Yeah. Watch your back. You're promoted. You're out. Yeah. You know, like like I'm giving you that mark that territory. Woman and, empowerment. Mm-hmm. And and I loved it, yeah, because <laughs> it was done smart. There's so many. I mean, I did I did see something, and it might have been in, in the notes that, that Phil did. did it. This show it does is not bringing in the same viewers as that's a, unfortunate as a as a uh, a lightsaber or Mandalorian show. So because they don't like it the same way. So back to this w- moment with his mother, right? She, uh, she's like, look, no judgment on you. She's like, because I've ran for fucking all my life. Yeah. No judgment on you. Run. Run and take this money that you have and live a happy life. And he's like, I want to find somewhere where the Empire isn't. Well, and he also said, I can't be happy worrying about you. Oh, And she's like, good. well, that's love. Oh, that's and good. I was like... You know, it's just like, it's so well written. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is the caliber of entertainment I've been looking for in all of these spaces. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah this is great. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping whoever does this continues to do Star Wars. I'm this. hoping this as well. Yeah. yeah. It's good. And that yeah. uh, wraps me up. So I have a few more. Um, I, I did finish Rings of Power. Um, I do have to, I have to talk about something. Okay. It might be spoilery. I don't know if you want it's to. Fine. The Meteor Man, who a lot of people are saying could be Sauron. <laughs> I just, I know, I know, I know. Think about the Meteor Man. Uh, a lot of people are saying it could be Sauron. Um, it's not. It's Gandalf, and it's so much better. Mm. Like it's, it's like one of those things for me that I was like, man, it, 
it puts a whole even like now I'm like thinking about like you know when he's talking and like Lord of the Rings like uh, you know a long history I have with the hobbits and all that like I'm like Ooh, like and I yeah. know a lot of the Tolkien fans are pissed off because it's like Fuck. It, it may not be accurate to the canon and I respect that yeah. it's just like we talk about Joe the experience that you know that you latch on yeah. to whether or not Nick mm-hmm. Fury looks like Samuel Jackson or David Hasselhoff you know I never read no talking books man I'm telling you yeah, so me neither. I don't yeah, me neither. care if it has anything to do with those and, books and honestly <laughs> I I you saying that I, I saw some you, you know you you go on YouTube and it's like the they this their thumbnail is basically a fucking spoiler because I saw his picture on them like figure that out but yeah. um, I'm still gonna finish watching it. There was another one with um, a whole bit regarding um, who Sauron is, mm-hmm. and I'll say that like I never saw it coming. Okay, I'm not sure if I'm totally happy with it, but it did call back to a line that I heard somewhere where they talk about Sauron, how he was, you know, a friend of the of the elves. I think once a man, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they at least tied that in. Like that is, you know, so I wasn't super like, and they forged like the first three rings in it. And like they panned it out and I saw this meme that somebody, cause like the camera like sits on it and they're all sitting on this stone and they're all like facing perfectly, you know, and like the camera backs out and you see the stone that's sitting on and all. And then somebody like took it and made a meme of it, like, uh, superimposed like the QVC, like, logo <laughs> <on top. laughs> that's yeah, it just like it. <laughs> that's great. Perfect. Um, but I did, I did enjoy it overall. It is hard. It is hard to enjoy a bicycle. When, when that comes out on Fridays, but it's a really good bicycle. It's going to get you there slower, and you got to put a little bit more work into it, but it's a good bicycle. But it's hard to want to get on that bicycle when the fucking Ferrari's coming out every Sunday. Yeah. You know, I I, you mean. It's, it's a timing thing, I think. It is. It is very odd that, you know, this, I'll say, as far as content and, and trying to keep up with weekly shows, this is the busiest it's been in years. Yeah. There's so because yeah. there's so many. But yeah, for me, I mean, I've never watched so many shows at once. I think yeah. in my life. Yeah. Um. So moving on to House of Dragons. Um. There's this. Keep your spoilers tucked down this one because I haven't been spoiled at all on this. Okay. Well, there's this. Uh. It's it's impossible to say, but I will say that like. There's a. Would you say that there is a group of antagonists and a group of protagonists in this show? So where I'm at in it. I, you know, I think I saw the first one. If you were to say who the protagonists were and who the antagonists were, who would you consider? The protagonist, that's a good guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's hard to say because it's like everybody's kind of at each other. I always other's remember story. it as antagonizing. Yeah. <laughs> so the protagonist, uh, maybe the blonde girl. So me and too. The, and the antagonist would be her, her, her uncle, maybe? That's what I was thinking. Okay, so or or the queen there, her her there, former there, buddy there. there. Okay. That's that's how I saw it as well. Yeah, couple things about it. Now, not the antagonist and the protagonist, but someone in the corner of the protagonist spot and someone in the corner of the antagonist spot end up facing off in this latest episode that I've seen. And what's interesting about it is. It's one of the first times where I've been super satisfied and super dissatisfied at the same moment. So sounds like Lido's Pizza. <laughs> only they, they only cut, they don't cut corners. That is true. Um, so there's a moment where you think like, "Oh shit, retribution is a, is at hand," and it's not. And when it's not, you're like, "Motherfucker." 
why wouldn't you just fucking take advantage of this moment? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, because maybe they don't even think that's good enough and they're going to go spread word mm. and make it even worse for you. And then I was like, oh, well, that's somewhat satisfying too, isn't it? <laughs> you know, but like, um, it's like, it's like if you and I uh, square off and I, I'm like, I just want you to know, I know mm-hmm. and I'll be back. Yeah. And then I come back with fucking hell behind me. Right. You know? Um, so I found that good. Another thing that I'm really enjoying about House of Dragons is while I agree, the protagonists are Rhaenyra's or whatever her name, Rhaenyra, I'm not good with names. I don't know. I don't know. Watching this, you really into this, but they say her name. I did see a tweet. I did see a tweet. It says y'all can spoil y'all can spoil uh, the Lord of the Rings show as much as you want because I don't know a damn person's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing for me with Game of Thrones yeah. too. I had a hard time with yeah. their names, but like the blonde girl. And everybody affiliated with her mm-hmm. are who I deem to be the good guys. Okay. And and the red hair girl and everybody affiliated with her are who I deem to be the bad guys. Okay. However, what I'm really enjoying about this show is when I stop and think about it, I understand everybody's motivation. Yeah. And I don't yeah. really actually think anybody's a bad guy. It's just people that would do what they would do in these circumstances. Mm. Yeah, that's all. Listen, nobody thinks they're the bad guy. Everybody is fighting for yes. what they think is right. Yes. This is an example. And that's a good example of, of that. everybody really think trying they're to do, doing yeah. what's right, and not what's right in the sense of like I'm taking over and I'm going to rule this galaxy. For, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that. Just like no, like, like you know, uh, we you know uh, Joe B, right? Like Joe B, who we all know, yep. good dude. And if Chris was like, hey, next week, can you do me a favor and make sure that Joe is on? And then I have Joe B sitting here, and then you're like, dude, I said Joe. I'm like, what, Joe? Oh, you meant. I'm not wrong, right? But I didn't do what you wanted me to do, and <laughs> yeah. I, and you know, and like it, it's like it's it's just so cleverly executed where it's like, damn, like I don't, I I fucking hate this group over here, yeah. But I get why they're doing what they're doing. They're not wrong, yeah. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but I am quite enjoying it. The season finale is this week. Uh, I am still continuing to watch Succession. Okay, it was. I, I'm surprised you have gotten into that just because of the 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 where it's set, like the whole like business. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I haven't made up my mind on it yet, but I am like two or three episodes in, and I am enjoying it enough. It's a family drama. Uh, father owns a company who's yeah. going to get control. It's funny. Um, Basically, that's the that's exactly what the WWE just went through. His kids taking over. I watched uh, Red Rock with Bill Burr special. Um, it was fantastic, dude. He talked about a number of things. So you're gonna get Netflix back? No, 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 no. So you know, Jana got it for two months as a birthday gift. I so thought you were gonna continue. It. I took advantage of it um, when she was at school. So he he does a, a number of bits that are great. One thing in particular that he did, he did. I don't know if you've seen it. This whole bit on feminism and why feminism mm-hmm. isn't real is because the WNBA has two to three hundred people that they perform for every night, and he's like, "Not one of you women can name me fucking five WNBA players." Um, that whole bit was great. Another bit that was great was when he did uh, he did this bit on abortion, right? And he was like, first of all, let me start by saying I am pro-choice." Ultimately, that's how I feel. Like all the women are like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Don't fucking." Do he's, like, he's like, "Don't you know me? I'm not your friend. <laughs> I, I am gonna disappoint you." And he's like, "But 
he's like, I am kind of on the fence of it because if people were like, well, it's a baby. And it's, and then I'm like, yeah, there's, I mean, you're killing a baby. There's that part. And they're like, well, it's only a baby after, I don't know, you turn around three times, spend two <laughs> weeks and it's a baby then. It's not a baby now. And it's like, but he's like, but that doesn't really work for me. Cause like if I worked really hard on a cake and I made the batter nice and I've, I've been, you know, I'm taste testing it and I put it in the oven and somebody comes in and opens up the oven and throws my cake on the floor. I'm like, that's my cake. Like, it's not a cake yet. What's fucking gonna be? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was just fucking funny. And then at the, at the end of it, he basically sums it up. He's like, but ultimately, I'm okay with abortion because most of you are fucking average. You married another fucking average person. You're going to have fucking average kids that just fucking sit on their phone when the fucking light turns green. I got to fucking honk the horn at them to get them to fucking go. And then the less I can have of them, the better. <laughs> you know, it, 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 he's, he's fucking fantastic. Yeah. One, one of the top, best. Top three. Yep. I watched uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> Nice. So, you know, I love that movie. It yeah, has, it has a dear See, Gary Oldman. It, Gary Oldman. You love any Gary Oldman movie. It, it, it's the movie that turned me on to him. Um, I have the poster on my wall. I have the little pops because that's all I can find. And, and I'm currently watching the eBay listing of a Rain Man Dracula set, which is the first one I've ever seen. That's going for five thousand dollars. That yeah. I just can't swing. Mm. No. Um. But uh. But I'm watching it because I just want to see it go away and like feel the pain of not being able to get it. Oh, realistic. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, it's showing its age. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, I watched it last year. And it, it's, so I haven't seen it in a couple okay. years. Yeah, and uh, it's showing its age real bad. And what's funny is it's not showing its age in the regular effects stuff, like. When, you know, people get bit or the fangs grow or, um, you know, the stabbing of Dracula at the end. Spoilers, 99, 90. Um, you know, or the or the, 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 the decapitation of Dracula. Like, all that stuff yeah. really holds up. It's the shit they did trying to be extra. Like, when um, uh, Keanu, who's ter- whose performance is fucking god-awful. I think it's probably the worst. <laughs> his worst acting of all time. So, he's on a train heading to Budapest or whatever. And in behind him he's sitting in the train you see the train window behind him you see the carpathian mountains or whatever it is in front of the carpathian mountains is the the journal that he's writing on like superimposed and then behind the mountains are dracula's eyes it's too, too much. much yeah it's too much and it's like somebody, it's, somebody it, was showing off and it's yeah and it seemed cool and creepy in 91 it seems too much now yeah um, and there's a bunch of that stuff that I did notice, but I watched it with Jana's her first time seeing it. And it was a, it was a good because like, you know, it's a, it's a fucking masterpiece. It really is like the story of Dracula is a, is a masterpiece. And she was really taken back by it, but God damn, that movie's fucking sexually charged. Yeah. Like the, hello, the whole I, I, I mean, I know, but oh, it's vampires like, in general, but I can't a- tell you the difference between watching something and be like, man, this thing is really sexually charged. And then also watching something that's really sexually charged with your 14 year old daughter sitting yeah, next to you. It's yeah. a different experience. Cause, cause you don't. You know, I mean, even like, and I know obviously our, our kids listen to whatever we listen to, but like the first time you're like, oh, I didn't realize how dirty, you know, because you don't mm-hmm, think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we should not play this with the kids in the room. And it's just during foul. the foursome scene with the Brides of Dracula yeah. and Cam- I got up and went and got a drink. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I had I, like I'm weak. I tapped out. That's funny. Um, I thought you were trying to crack a joke. So here's a couple other things. Yeah, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I don't have it in me. Uh, Selena and softball, right? How's that? It's going great, and I I am enjoying it. Uh, I'm actually like, and it's actually bringing her and I closer together because we actually have something to do with each other that we actually enjoy. Um, I'm taking her to batting cages yet? 
so no, but we're going because like I usually take her, I take her to that field over in the next neighborhood over, yeah. And like uh, you know, I, I send her ground balls and um, and I try, try to play catch with her. She's fucking scared to death of the ball, especially now after getting hit in her lip. Yeah, a dude. I mean, like the ball is coming this way. She's holding the glove right here in front of her face. By the time the ball actually makes contact with the glove, she's fucking three feet to the right. She's sticking her arm out like it's 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 not great in that regard. But she has like she is physically gifted. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's grown exponentially. She's like she like she she bats second. She plays second base. Like they never stuck her in the outfield. And she's the only kid on the team who's playing softball for the first year. Wow. Right? You know, she's gifted, but like, I'm struggling as a father slash coach, you know, like part-time coach with her in how to handle her when I know she's not given a hundred percent because my instinct is to be like, fuck are you doing? You're not, you know, you're not fucking out there doing it. Right. You know that, yeah. right? What, 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 you, what, you want to play with the dirt now? Now's a good time? You want to build a fucking sandcastle? Is that what you want to do? Is that what we're paying money for? Huh? Oh, oh! If, if you don't, let me ask you a question. If you don't want to try, should I try to coach with you extra and take you to the field extra and do spend a little time? Should, should I do that? You don't want to put forth 100%, should I? Or, or we all just put in 75%. You know, that's my instincts. Hey, Bobby. But do, I, do, do, I, remember what your, your dad did but I've, with your baseball. Right, but, I, but I've pumped the brakes on those instincts. <laughs> well, here's, here's But I don't know how to handle it. I, I get what you're saying, but at the end of the day, when the rubber meets the road at 7 p.m., mm-hmm. is she having a good time? Yes. Okay. But let me tell you something else. When she puts forth 100%, she plays exceptionally well, and then she has a great time. She's got to figure out a way to motivate her to do that every that's, time. That's what I'm asking yeah. you for help. Oh, okay. anyone, anyone. Anyone. Oh, listeners, whatever. Candy? Kids <laughs> <laughs> the candy, right? Because I, I, like, I, dude. New shoes? I get like you know sometimes like during the game I'm like, hey what are you doing you know or like like I saw her literally moving the dirt around with her foot <laughs> and I and I was like I was like ball's coming to you and she was like oh. and then, and then, and then I was like I was like oh. and I just looked at her and I'm like fucking I see you fucking you know like kiss uh, get distracted man she was like 10 12 uh not even but like <laughs> yeah. but I and, I and I know and I know and I and I but but it's also good to be able to focus for five minutes. You know, <laughs> you know like, and I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it'd be a pipe dream to talk about now, but you could go to college for free playing yes, softball. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. Just something to keep in mind when you start. And I was talking to a guy this weekend or this week in Nashville. His kid's, his kid is five mm-hmm. and is obsessed with hockey. Like, like, we'll watch the first period of a hockey game and then, you know, go to sleep. And the next morning when he wakes up, he watches the rest of it. And like, I'm like, Hopefully you can bottle that energy, you know? Yeah. I have another talking point on here about Jaina getting asked out on a date. Oh, wow. But I'm going to save it because we're under time constraints. And I do want to say for the listeners, when we were talking about the Japanese film that I saw that I was uh, disappointed in, it was called The Audition. We did figure it out while you were in the bathroom. Oh. We did yeah. figure it out the audition. I was in the bathroom earlier, folks. Um, <laughs> a, little, a little behind the scenes. So uh, it was when we had to do some editing. <laughs> oh, no, you went upstairs to get your water. That's yes. Um, Which is also at the same time. So so uh, real quick, couple notes. Seasons Beatings. Have you seen <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's a trailer I, for a movie called Violent Night. Oh. This, yeah, it's got David Harbour in it. It's, yeah. It looks like, I know it's goofy. But it looks Sometimes. like it could, but it looks like it could be funny, and if it's funny, I'm in. But Santa Claus, uh, he's going around, he's doing his rounds. He's a little, dis- he's a little disconnected from the job. Doesn't quite mean the same to him. He ends up at this house 
that is being taken hostage by these armed robbers robbers uh, to clear out their safe, and he declares war on the robbers and uh, fucks them up, puts grenades in their pants and all sorts of stuff. Um, and he says in the trailer, "Seasons beating." <laughs> it sounds like a great time. So I'm I'm, I'm interested in it. Uh, the link is in the description, but uh, I'm much more interested in that kind of Christmas movie. It deb- I, I celebrate them all, but like you know, I think I think that there should be a mix. I think there should be a mix. There should be like the heartfelt like you know family movies and then there should also be the ref and there should also be you know bad santa, bad santa yeah. you know there should, there should be so that the adults can have the you know still be in the holiday spirit but be have a, an adult moment and i think it's, i think it's important um that's also a great i was looking to see if i could find a poster from when we did it but we use that as the name of a wrestling show in the christmas season oh really seasons beating so my other my my, my, my choices here were to go with I, I chose seasons beatings because he says it in the trailer but my other option was merry fistmas oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like all right animated mergers um warner brothers animation studios and cartoon network have now officially merged which is just a sign of things happening over there that continue to happen over there. Bi- shout out to Billings. Billings hit me up with a text message. Um, and he was like, uh, he sent me this picture right here, Fixer Upper, the castle with these two people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's not today, but yesterday before House of Dragons went live, this was page one front and center when I logged into HBO Max and I was livid. This is not the direction I want to see this company go. It's not what I subscribe for. And I couldn't agree more. If yeah. they start dumbing down that network, which is, in my opinion, putting out the most sophisticated and intelligent sh- entertainment yeah. in the world right now, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, I don't see. Uh, so So it's Discovery and Warner Brothers are the same company now. Discovery has, and I haven't noticed, you know, they have a pay-to-play pay service right. too. At some point in time, if that show is on HBO now, yeah, it's, it's, heading it's coming. One. I know. It's coming. Uh, it'll probably go up a couple bucks. The Ezra My Seat Part 6, The Revenge. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Holy shit. So, uh, Ezra Miller pleads not guilty to burglary charges in Vermont and faces up to 26 years in prison. Is this movie ever coming out, Bobby? Dude. Uh, it's going to. I mean, they make movies have everything nowadays. So, I think... I, I, so, I, you're... You're asking one question and you're interpreting it differently, and I 100% agree with you. The movie of Ezra Miller will come out one day. Yes. Right. You're asking the about Flash. the Flash movie. Oh, okay. And I think it That's all okay. depends on whether or not Warner Brothers thinks that the movie can survive with an audience being able to separate the art from the artist in today's day and time. Yeah. I mean, it's done, right? It's, it's done. It's done. I ripped the band aid off, guys. Yeah. I mean, they completely canceled a movie that was. Done. done also already yeah so, yeah like, as a not, tax write-off because they said it was awful it's not yeah. unprecedented black adam is currently receiving 55 percent ratings um on the tomato meter so that's not shaping up too great either uh i am gonna go see it oh, um bless up you know um so i saw some something recently and it was like it was talking about like you know the future of entertainment or whatever and it was like uh you know next christmas live action Charlie Brown, starring The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, we have some questions. So one was sent uh, via Twitter that Phil was kind enough to drop in our notes. So I'll go ahead and do that first so that I am... Just real quick, if you do have a question, you, you could do... Mm, you can email us at nerdrageradiomail at gmail.com. 
come. That way it doesn't have to go through quite so many intermediaries to get to us. Chris, I know you be watching Atlanta. Would you kiss Bobby in the back of a van for some expensive-ass sneakers instead of paying? <laughs> some que- Same question for Bobby. Joe, it can be a different item. Or what item would you kiss your friend for instead of paying? Is it tongue? Yeah, there's a not. There's a, like, is it tongue? Is it on the lips? Is it like a... Uh, on a dick? Are we touching tips? <laughs> you know, like, there's and, a lot of... What's an expensive-ass pair of sneakers? What about $5,000 Dracula? Oh, yeah. I, I, listen, gentlemen. Tongue? If, if we've all... Listen, <laughs> you would rock the tongue with, with your with your boys? I would... I, <laughs> I would, would, I would good night, bro. Listen. Yeah, we don't see each other the same way. <laughs> I don't know. I would even shave for y'all and brush my teeth and get some mints. We could make it work. I don't know. I don't... That's I, all. I saw that question. I'm like... The fuck? I, and, and it may be in, like I, I I'm not up to speed on Atlanta. I'm probably a couple episodes behind at this point, and I don't know if that happened in Atlanta, that, or maybe I just missed it. I don't know. Uh, my issue would be like looking me in the eye ever again. It would be coming back and doing this show again. What's up, buddy? You know, and like <laughs> and like and like you uh, some chapstick, buddy. Yeah, and like the way it would always be. You know, anytime I said like. You know anything where I'd be like, like you know, I just feel weird, you know, hugging my dude. If, yeah, like, you know, anybody. Oh, do you? <laughs> How yeah. weird? Five thousand dollars weird? Nice, uh, you know? nice, <laughs> ni- nice, uh, yeah, nice off white ones you got on there, Bobby. <laughs> what if I did it for a pair of ones? <laughs> some, some of those fucking off white ones. Um, Virgil, Virgil, and Kanye probably. I, I, so I don't think I could do it with my friends. What I, about a stranger? What, so is it tongue? somebody you're never is it tongue? It's a tongue. Is, is, it's, a to, it's a tongue kiss for no, something that's five thousand dollars. I'm out. Okay. I'm out. Right. I'm out. I can't. What if it was a celebrity you had to do? Look, what I, celebrity yeah, would you what make? Gary Oldman. What if it's Gary Oldman? <laughs> Gary Oldman. All right, look, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. We all have our weakness. Um. So and then we have a. a, a Thanks fuck. for the weird ass question. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel weird. <laughs> um. So. Mike P says, yo, yo, Ragers had a thought today while making my morning espresso. Do you think people with latex allergies have to ask baristas to take off their gloves to make their coffee orders? I suppose you would need to give them a big tip if asking them to take off their gloves and wash their hands before handling your order, especially if you order a bagel. Thinking further, it can be too different of an ask from other situations a latex allergy might find themselves in. After all, you're asking them to wash up and raw dog the goods in exchange for a big tip. What poses the question, if they put fingers in your bagel, would you make them tip bigger or smaller? Uh, shout out to the young man I met at a wedding who had a latex allergy and thought he could find a girlfriend. Pull out boys, gang, gang. Mike H. Mike H., sorry. Um, yeah, I, I don't... Do they do that here? Do they do what? Wear gloves? Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, in, in, hot, in the medical settings... I'm in. It's all nitrile gloves. Yeah, a lot that's of places. True. Don't nitrile nitrile. That's true. That's true. It that's, does. I mean, that's for a while Ke- now. Kelly has a latex allergy, but um, but I do think if you ask someone, like if you were to ask a service person to do that, given the circumstances, yeah. and they had to mm-hmm. wash their hands and everything, that they deserve a bigger tip. Yes. Yeah. Because it's special, so to speak, just for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a good question. <laughs> Some bizarre questions this week. Uh, Eric B. says, let's talk music. Many of us being close to the same age would likely deem the golden era of hip-hop to be the mid-late 90s to early 2000s. That being said, set to your dream set... That being said, set to your dream concert from that era. Mine would be Bone Thugs opening, Mace going on second, followed by by X, uh, DMX in closing with Jay-Z, but he brings out DMX for a feature, and they work in 24 hours to live with Mace and the Locks feature, and somehow the Locks perform three songs as a bonus. Uh, Now, what 
other era of music would you consider a golden era for a particular genre, whether it be rock, R&B, whatever? By the way, we've got to figure out this fair use statement so that we can get Bobby Boogie Bot mainstream. And I look forward to doing a Bone Thugs one with you one day just so Pinkerton can recognize the greatest rap group of all time. Just kidding about that last part, but you know I'm biased. As always, keep out the great work. Love and miss y'all. Love you too, Eric. Um, so can I cross genres? I don't know. He was talking about hip hop. That's so. true. So uh, you got one off top. You got. Well, I went to it. I went to the concert. I think that I'm trying to find it. So it was the Puff Daddy and the Family Tour in '97. Uh huh. I saw it in Nashville. I'm trying to find who all was there. So it's funny. The first thing it pulls up is a Baltimore Sun article, and so it's it was it was Puff Daddy, Lil Kim, Mace, One Twelve, Busta Rhymes, Foxy Brown, wow. Usher, and Jay Z. Yeah, that's a pretty. Wow. And I remember the Jay Z didn't perform because his bus had caught on fire Ugh. the next the day before. Before. what the fuck yeah i mean i i remember like <clears throat> bus the bass from the busta rhymes performance like it shook my eyeballs it was the, <laughs> the hardest bass i'd ever and i i've known plenty of people that have crazy stereos and shit you know because of how we did in the south listen to that west coast rap <laughs> uh yeah I, I don't know i mean probably like you almost have to include the wu-tang clan in that if you really want to like a comprehensive and, and you know what's funny a lot of these it depends on what you what you what you want a lot of these bands are doing tours like there was yeah but it's not the not same it's not the same i mean a lot of those people aren't here anymore but i he, saw manson out of his prime i don't regret it but i don't look at him the same way yeah mine would be uh uh the opener would be fuck man dmx is a fucking sheesh yeah, uh, 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 all right, four. Uh, set is the opener. Okay. Uh, followed by DMX, and then Outkast, and then Wu Tang. I mean, um, Jay Z. Okay. Hove. Um, and Hove can bring easy. out whatever guests he wants that are related to him. You know, Beanie and uh, Freeway. Freeway. I, I love both those guys. I love Beans. I'm Beans is one of my favorites. Like that. Uh, you know, it's never in anybody's top. You know, whatever. But he's one of my personal. Personal favorite, grimy. The, the song "Beanie Siegel, The Truth" is where I got the truth thing from. For huh. my, yeah, um, <clears throat> for you, Joe, I'm not a live person. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Pearl Jam song about that. <laughs> no, hey, you. <laughs> You are the uh, you're the you're the the blank. You're one of the blanks. Yeah, yes. prof, no, prof, no. profit of the faceless. Yes, we, we, we've, I have that in. That's like the top of my nerd rage notes now. So I always Yo, remember. We gotta, you're we not gotta a, flesh you're not a live person. Um, uh, Paul, well, musically, I, I I just pre-ordered some uh, you're fucking you're, Post Malone Magic the Gathering uh, limited edition cards. There you go. That's gonna come out next Not month. Had an interesting conversation about Post Malone this week. Paul C says it has finally happened. One of your friends has chosen to direct the new live action Star Wars project. As has always been the case, this director is going to call on his friends to play some of the background characters. You've gotten the call. You get to play a significant but not main character role. You get to be a prominent on-screen character that you can point out when watching the movie that will have no individual impact on the plot but will be important visually. Who will you choose to be? Stormtrooper, TIE Fighter Pilot, Imperial Officer, Rebel Soldier, or hanging out with Poosh Nickens as a background alien. You can pick who you want to be. I'm definitely kicking it with Poosh Nickens. I'm definitely going to be a Barker. I want to be that guy that, in, in the uh, original Star Wars, it was like, he was very wide-eyed and had the pointy teeth. Uh, like, eh. The devil guy. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to be. I pick an Imperial Officer because it's the most comfortable thing to wear out of any of those things. I know right. what it feels like to wear a lot of those things. 
you don't want to be in that. You don't want to, have to put makeup on for fucking <laughs> yeah. thirty three hours to sit on the screen for five seconds. But you can just be a, a background alien. Like you'd be like a dude. You could just have like a, oh, just be Asian and slant. <laughs> it's okay because you said. Oh it. yeah, I said. It. Um, it, but wow. I, I could just be a guy with an eye patch. You know what I mean? The back and they're like, that's right. Oh, like the guy with his arm cut off at the bar. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little bit of this going on though. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's easy enough. I just want to be me. Just put me in a get up. Exactly. That's, that's like the opposite. He just wears a fucking uniform yeah. and just, yeah, Stormtrooper armor's not uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, Esteban, he writes in and says, Bobby has previously, previously said that Andor isn't great, but it's like a good expanded universe material. I have to agree as a book reader, but I do think Andor is great. One of the things that I find really good about this show is how much restraint the showrunners and writers have with making the universe feel connected. You really have to pay attention to get Easter eggs and not direct cameos. My favorite of these examples is when the ISB officer is talking about over the last five years, there's been a little rebellion and uprising. And it's just too random to be random. We love that scene as well. During this conversation, she mentions planets and events that have taken place in different books and comics, but the uprising that we all collectively saw was the one on Kessel. I think it's really funny that she lumps in what Han Solo did on Kessel as part of the larger Rebel Alliance. See, I didn't catch that. Which makes sense because he ended up donating the money indirectly to the Alliance. Yep. Any other writer would have shown us the dinner party at Mom Mothma's apartment and jam-packed it with aliens from the prequels and the Clone Wars, <laughs> but all you got was a hint that the governor and his high dignitaries were going to be there, which means Masa Meda and Sly Moore, the ball chick with Palpatine's right. I actually know who that is. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know when you're reading this, and I hope you enjoyed Wednesday's episode six. What references would you like to be mentioned or alluded to? I know you guys got happy when the Old Republic was indirectly referenced. Um, I'm just happy this show exists, and I'm happy that I have no idea where it's going or what we're mm-hmm. going to see. So I, I never said it wasn't great. I said it wasn't amazing. As, as your rating in, over, in general It's a, it's a slow burn. I mean, it is, the first couple episodes especially was like very methodically paced it was no not a whole lot of action mm-hmm. and i was fine with that yeah I, I like i'm not being critical of it i'm just saying that it's not this show is not going to be remembered in the same way it won't because like, it doesn't have it doesn't have the iconic moments it yeah. doesn't have and that's okay it's okay for star wars to just have a really great story that's just like man that was good so i was watching the latest episode and forgive me uh, esteban protect esteban yeah. i don't know which episode is out now but the, the this latest episode where um mon mothra <laughs> i say it as a joke now <laughs> yeah. and and uh what's the guy what's what's the character's name the the art dealer guy the dealer okay <laughs> they're having a conversation and even the way it's framed i'm like in my head, I thought of you, Bobby. I'm like, this shit could be like on fucking HBO yeah. and totally unrelated. 100%. Like, it's just the, the tension they're building. 100%. Man, it's, oh. it's like, really good. Like when that episode was over, I was like, I immediately thought to myself, I want to watch that again. Like, And I can't tell you the last time, I know you're not a big Mandalorian fan, but like when the Mandalorian first came out, I was like, I'm going to watch that again. Because mm. we hadn't had any Star Wars in right. so long. I don't know. I just... I also I, I, think that he's probably right in that it's filled with tons of nuance that if you go back and really look like like all the artifacts that are in the dealer room, yep. I'm sure there's little shit, little nods in there that so, if you look close enough. Yeah, I watch a guy on YouTube, Screen Crush, and uh-huh. he does those 78 70 things you missed, Joe. And normally, like as soon as I watch an episode, if he's already got his out, I... I just go right over it. Well, right. it's fresh in mind. And sometimes that's why I have good talking points is I'm right, right, right. gleaming stuff from him. But yeah. Like all that little shit, like, yeah. you know, the club that everything is something tied to something. Like he's got a, a, one of those, um, uh, the Jedi guardian masks mm-hmm. in there. And 
the guy was theorizing. He's like, well, they probably couldn't have that because of the Empire, so it's probably a copy. It's probably a counterfeit right. artifact. Mm. And I'll be honest, I don't need any Easter egg. I don't need any of that shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm just enjoying Yeah, I'm just enjoying it. Like, if I were to get something, like, maybe if they had some sort of nod to some of the stuff that went on in Rebels, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how the timelines add so up So I'll tell you, there, there is something in there, the... Um, and this is from one of the Screen Crush videos. The when they have the ISB meeting, but it's like the big meeting, and like the big general, Mister Mustache, is there. He's Dick, he is Dick Broom. That dude, he is in the room in the first the Vader scene in in, in um, episode four, and he's also a character in Rebels. Huh? huh. Yeah, he's I see, that's but cool. on the on the Republic side or whatever. Right, right, right. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Uh, Corey writes in. Uh, you know, I, I, we, Joe and I are also able to read if you ever want to just take a reading break. <laughs> I mean, if you want to read it, you can. This is a long one. Something has been happening lately to my hobbies. Things I've been into for years are suddenly falling out, and I'm trying to understand why. I recently mm-hmm. offloaded my comic collection I'd had for over 30 years. Yeah. I sold off about 75% of my action figure collection. The collection I kept what had been consistently displayed for years and dumped anything that lived mostly its life in a bin, which we've talked about plenty of times. That makes sense. But I write all this to say this. I was trying to understand why I suddenly decided to do this. COVID killed the comic industry for about six to eight months, and I think that was the start. Marvel stopped putting out movies, and then fast forward to today. I just started uh, watching She-Hulk. I was excited when Mm. this started. She was never my favorite character, but there's something about her that I've always found at least entertaining. And to top it off, they're going to give us Daredevil again? Fantastic. That is, until this train wreck just kept derailing and collapsing in on itself. And it culminated in a fever dream of a finale that left me questioning one simple idea. It's a great way to put it. What the hell has happened to Disney with the MCU? For someone who loved this shit, yeah, all the villains are just evil versions of the heroes, and yeah, the humor is goofy and childish, but there's that's something that they're there that clicked. And now I think I'm done. I don't care anymore. Wakanda forever, I'll see it maybe on Disney Plus. Ant Man and the Secret of the Ooze or whatever they're calling it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, pass. Um, <clears throat> let's see. It's just not going to be true to the spirit of the comic. Just some goofy Looney Tunes Saturday morning cartoon bullshit. So the question is, is it time to admit that it's over? Is there any reason to think they'll write the ship before superhero movies fall off the west the way Westerns did for our parents and grandparents? Let me know what you all think. And for the record, the three comics I kept was X-Men number one, mm. the actual copy my dad bought me that started me on comics, later signed by Jim Lee at a convention in Boston. The first appearance of the Phoenix and the death of Gwen Stacy. Thank you for the hours of entertainment every week, Corey. You're welcome. So I think we kind of covered some of that today already. I think so too. But I will say for me, it was 2019, I think. It was 2019. I think, yeah. What's when Endgame came out? Endgame. Episode 9. Episode Mm 9 in the Game of Thrones finale. Like, it was those three things that like... The Game of Thrones one is the one that I enjoyed the most, but everybody hated. So it like kind of deflated my balloon, and it was took the red off my sucker. Did you say exactly right? <laughs> Licked the red off my sucker. Um, and then in game, I found to be a disappointment as, with satisfying moments. Yes. Um, and it's Star like a, it's it's, parts. And, and Star Wars Nine tore me oh, apart. Bro. It, yeah. it dismantled bro. me. We we watched <clears> in the theaters together. Yeah, man. we did. And then 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 the next oh. thing, you know, then we're home for two years. 
and it's you, you could stew on that yeah and, and we, we created hours and, and hours and, and i hours think of content about those things and that's exactly where i was headed is mm-hmm. that there, there i think that covid played a big part in it but there's this one key element and that's the the last year before it all shut down was a lot of disappointment mm-hmm. for me yeah and the only saving grace that i have had through any of it has been the snyder cut and even that is mixed like with this kind of like it's oh the the grim the too grim too you know where it's like yes i just want a little can i have a little bit of that please can i have something not be so goddamn fucking happy all the time yeah. you know like um so yeah i i agree with your statement but i do think it's this we talked about it leading up to it we had whole conversations like man like how hard is it to actually close Yes. It's fucking hard. Yes. You know? So that's the only thing that I would add to it. Anything else on you guys? No, I mean, I think with fandoms in general, everyone has a jumping off point, you know? Mm. And and we don't all have the same jumping off point, but most of us get off at some time. Yeah. You can't keep it up forever. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. And I mean, Star Wars was a long... I mean, I'm I'm still involved in it, but it's just... It's it's a whole different thing for me now. Yeah. You know? Um, And also, I mean, with Star Wars... Different than a Marvel in a way that they have more to work with. They have more freedom yeah. of space and time. Yeah, they don't have to, to tie it to any source material. Yeah, where Marvel That's... was like all one, well, not anymore, but there was all one timeline, one universe, same actors. They all, yeah. all have to cram year after year after year into. Yeah. Dude, and I think it's mixed also with like you know that email that was sent last week with like the talking about like the 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 well you know the well of talent is only so big and with the kind of entertainment industry pumping out as much content as they are now there's only so much talent you're yeah. gonna get the the mid CU you know you know you you don't realize you're in the good old days until they're past yeah so i think we're the good old days of, of the marvel is unfortunately behind us and so the good me, thing is we can watch it whenever we want there's for, still a lot of good movies and, and, and for me it's not just marvel it, like i say it all the time but like where are the usual suspects of this day where are the sevens of this day kaiser says yeah where are you know the the the, the good fellas where are um you know the, the casinos, where, Joe. As you as you as you like, where where like where are these great fucking movies? So here's where, where's Reservoir Dogs today. So here's the thing: where's Pulp Fiction? We're where dr- are these movies? Bobby, listen. At that point, we were sitting on the beach, and we might we might splash splash in the water a little bit. You know, go out maybe maybe go up to our chest, be comfortable. We're fucking drowning in content right now. It's hard to pick out what's good. You've got. I mean, it's hard to watch. It's I mean, hard to I, find I, it. I, I'm not no, saying. I'm not, I, I hang, hang, on, hang on. Hang on a second, Joe. I'm not saying that that those movies are out there and we just don't know. Right. But if they were, it'd be hard to find. It'd be hard to find. Yeah, that's fair. I think even if you, I think you're overwhelmed. Even if I, I, I can't, I can't name anything off the top of my head. But mm-hmm. we, I feel like we've said certain movies are really good mm-hmm. in the past few years, but because there's so much of stuff, they get drowned anyway. Mm-hmm. Even if they are fucking amazing. You, they're still surrounded by so much yeah, shit noise. that you can't pick them out in your head. Well, here's, here's, here's a great example. We went through that list of uh, top 100 TV shows. Mm-hmm. How many things that had come out in the f- past five years had none of us ever fucking even heard of? Yeah. I yeah. mean... Yeah. Fair. I mean, with with this question in, in general, I always also question people's fandom. And I think it's maybe it's a little bit different than mine. It's, it's the same mentality of you ruined my childhood, right? Like when something goes bad or 
become something you don't like anymore. Like you're you're out, and mm-hmm. then you want to get have um at least want to maybe think about getting rid of some shit. Mm-hmm. Where for me, it's not the same. Like like I can see where my endpoint was, but I still doesn't change that I love those things before. Same. And I don't want to get rid of those things. Same. Same. But you kind of do though. You kind of like be, like when you're out of the, um, the MCU, like like you kind of wish you didn't have the hot toys or wanted to get rid of the hot toys, right? For me, I, I never get to that point where I, I get rid of the stuff from when I love it because I still love it the same. So you are right. The only caveat to that is I felt that way at that moment because I am an emotional person. So, oh, like, so you're not like that anymore? No. Okay, okay, I, okay. Like, I, I take this fucking hit yeah. and I'm like, fuck it all, burn it! Fucking burn it to the ground! And then after some time goes by, then I'm like, you know what? I still like having this. It still makes me happy. I just, you know, in a, like, but it takes, like, I, I take a hit and I get, I lash out at everything, you know? Um, yeah. So, but I think a lot of people don't, though. They, like, they, they, they let everything else before be ruined from, right. from that point on. Right. So they get rid of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got another one from uh, the, the illustrator, if you recall. He did that sound wave. And I'm not sure I totally understand this, but he says, I freaked out when you said Prime Soundwave, and when I double-checked and saw the reference image for the image, I was embarrassed and wondering how I screwed that up badly. I wanted to apologize for that. I had the actual drawing attached now. I think this is the actual drawing that we looked at, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is I think so. Yeah. yeah, so maybe I'm not saying, maybe it's not supposed to be Prime Soundwave. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But yes, I thought it would look great. The same yes. image is the one it that looks, we got, and it looks I great. Love it. We, we want to see it finished. Um he said, uh, also, uh, hearing your thoughts on Andor, I'm surprised you haven't talked about Luth- Luthen. That's his name. That's okay. the art dealer Where guy. he puts on a disguise and gets in character. I thought that was yeah, some of the best scenes. That. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. like, he puts on his wig and he's like, that's this little like. And the mannerisms yeah, change. He's like, and, <laughs> yeah. Funny living. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought that was great. And I think your sound wave looks awesome. Uh, so, uh, Sam M. Uh, we haven't heard from him in some time. What up, Sam? He says, yo, boys. Yay. Not Y-A-Y. Y-E. Mm. Nori recently had Ye on for an interview on Drink Champs. Kanye was his usual self, let's just say. He was incoherent as ever and made some outlandish comments that I'm sure some found offensive. My grievance begins a day after the interview when Nori apologized for hosting it. In my opinion, Nori has nothing to apologize for and shouldn't apologize. I only know Kanye is nuts because he does interviews like this. What say you? So are you, I don't know if you guys are following this at all. I'm following it from a distance. On, on the surface, I don't really care because I look. The guy has some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I think not news. he is not medicated the way he should be. I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think him breaking up with his wife has fucked him mentally even further. Mm-hmm. He's done some outlandish things to people who have made him millions and millions of dollars, such as Adidas and Gap and whatnot. Um. I hope it doesn't end poorly for him. That's my two cents on it. <clears throat> so, and I don't. I. I. He. He's made some amazing music over the years. I think incredible. Hey, we don't know we're in the good old days, and he might be one of those. Like yeah. when the smoke clears, we might be talking about Kanye the same the way that we talked about Prince or Michael or Stevie or one of those. He might be one of those minds. Does he have anybody? Does he? I mean, I know everybody's got. Does he have like an entourage that? Is anything other than yes men? I, I don't. I don't know what his setup know. is. I don't know. I know that. Here's the thing. He says some things that sound crazy, 
until they're not. And that's not to say that everything he says isn't crazy, because mm-hmm. I think some of the things that he says are crazy. And I think a lot of things that he says are are mis, misspoken and overly generalized. Um, I called Sam. I saw this email come through, and I, and I don't look at the emails prior to, but I saw the subject matter said, yay. And I said, you got a minute? And he said, yeah, and I caught him. I'm I'm in the trenches with this. I've been following it from the moment, as you might expect. Yeah. So he made a bunch of comments. So he's made comments about the George Floyd shit. Um, that, for instance, I think is he's out of pocket on that one. He should be. He, he's out of pocket. Leave that alone. Um, then he's also made comments about Jewish people. And... They are 1,000% overly generalized. Okay. But I think that that is a problem that we are having in America in general, is we speak about things in an overly generalized way. Okay. When I hear Joe Button say, um, uh, when, uh, when people have mental breakdowns, that's just for what they do for white people. When black people do it, they call them crazy. It's like, well, no, that's not fair. That's an overgeneralization of things that you're lumping this whole group of people Mm -hmm. because maybe Taylor Swift or Britney Spears, you know, had a moment, right? Yeah. I think people do it with gay people, trans people, um, et cetera, et cetera. I think that we, we are living in an era where one person becomes the poster boy for an entire culture, race, sexuality, et cetera, et cetera. Political standing. 1,000%. And I don't think it's fair, and I don't think it should be seen that way, but it just is what it is. So I, I think part is because that's how the human mind works. We cannot comprehend all the individuals of a group, and then you, you... That's why we categorize things. So Kanye West works in the entertainment industry. If we are to be objective, there are a large portion of the entertainment business in the corporate positions that are Jewish. Yep, that's true. So he is having interactions with a lot of Jewish people, and he is obviously frustrated. Whether or not those frustrations have any validity whatsoever, separate conversation. Right. But what I think that he is doing is he is placing this select group of people that happen to have one cultural thing in common mm-hmm. and extrapolating that to to make up the entire... I mean, that's what raises the myth, though. Correct. <laughs> but I think everyone is doing it. And I think that in the media, a lot of people that I follow, that I'm fans of, Joe Budden, Charlemagne, that take place in like a hip-hop space in the media in a major way, mm-hmm. have categorized white people that way Mm -hmm. but what they don't understand is that the white person that grows up in beverly hills has little to nothing in common with the white person that grows up in maple village trailer park down the street they don't have anything culturally in common at all Mm. they're not living any sort of this remotely similar experience but they get lumped together because of a lack of understanding of nuance. And I think that when that becomes the pattern, that gets placed on other people. And when it gets placed on people that don't play that shit because of their past historic issues surrounding people that have tried to group them together uh, in a negative way in the past, now you're going you're gonna to face some consequences. Whereas yeah. white people are kind of like, 
you know, like, okay, all right, yes, yep, sorry, sorry again. Or they're like, they're like, oh, what can I do to make it better? Can I make it? I'll join whatever hashtag you want me to join. Just let me get by. You know, Jewish people are like, nope, we're not playing that. We're not, we, 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 we played a little bit about 100 years ago, and we'll never do that fucking again. Mm-hmm. And now he's in some hot water. And, it's interesting on a couple levels for me. One, because I'll be interested to see Kanye West is now the richest black man in American history. End of statement. Mm. That's amazing. I'm interested to see how a person with that sort of financial power can cope under being in a place where he is saying whatever the fuck he wants to say. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent. So I'm curious and <clears throat> interested to see how it shakes out. I also think that like there's an interesting conversation that maybe is even too dangerous to have in this platform about when does diversity matter? Yeah. Does diversity matter in the upper management of Universal Music Group? Mm. And if so, is that a conversation that should be tabled? Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I agree. <clears throat> I'm interested to see how it shakes out. Um, and I wish him the best because I am a fan of his music. Right. Um, I often think... It was, I mean, part of it is, like we were talking about Ezra earlier, is, is you, you got to set... At what point, the line between art and artist, yeah. at what point do you say, it's too much, well, he, I, I can't. I can't separate it anymore. He even said something, because a lot of this shit, it gets, it's a three and a half hour interview that I listened to before it got taken down. <clears throat> but a lot of this shit, it's the clips that they take, right? Because mm-hmm. at one point in there, he says, look, I'm not angry at Jewish people. I'm jealous. And I didn't realize it till just now. But I'm jealous of how they come together. I'm jealous of how they support one another. I'm jealous of how they're not, you know, shooting each other in Chicago at an outrageous number weekend by weekend. Like, I'm jealous. I want that for my people. It's something, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something yes. in that ballpark. But that was never a clip shown anywhere. Right. right. That didn't you make know? it on TikTok. Correct. Wow. So, um, well, but I also agree that turns. Nori shouldn't have to apologize. No, he shouldn't. I mean, unless he, unless he felt like, he baited him into some of that shit, and I, I don't. Or, I, I haven't watched. Or as a host, you could have. You, I don't. As a host, sometimes you have to, you have the responsibility <clears throat> to put a stop to things, right? And he kept saying, like he kept saying during it, he was like, he was like, he was like, he was like, Kanye, Jewish people love you. You have Jewish fans, like you have, like you know. He was trying, and he's not the most <laughs> mature guy. I told you, he reminds me a lot of myself. I, I was talking to Sam. I was like, dude, Nori is me if I never met Laura. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks, Laura. <laughs> Rick F. Uh, sup vamp buyers <laughs> keeping with the spooky time theme have you ever seen a movie that kind of scared you as an adult doesn't have to be a horror film for me it was episode 8 just kidding <laughs> you motherfucker um, <clears throat> that uh, that v- witch scared me not while watching it but weeks later thinking about it and hearing the goat talk does I like the taste of butter <laughs> um, I'm trying to think as an adult yeah spice world yeah <laughs> You know, the shit that, it's funny, the shit that scares me as an adult usually is like when like somebody goes to the bathroom and finds like a lump on their neck or something. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. it's or like, they fall, they fall down know, the like steps. The, the, you know, real, on the real shit. Or their wife is like going to work and gets in a car wreck and dies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck. 
You know, like it's not like clowns and shit, and like no, you know, it's like real world shit now. Sickles, you know, it's it's fucking, it's like real potential. Like fuck, like that's, you know, it's interesting because like they say like nightmares, right? Like the only evolutionary reason for nightmares is so that you experience something bad for the first time before you experience it for the first time, mm. so that you're a little bit more prepared for it. Yeah. So as a kid, when you're irrational and you have no real concept of the world, it's about monsters and whatever, and then like. You know, so you're like when you meet a monster, you'll be prepared. But like then, like I feel like as a teenager, young adult, you like dream about getting in car accidents and mm-hmm. shit. So like, yep. so like when you get in a car accident, it's not the first time that you're experiencing it. And like I have dreams all the time about like you know like uh, getting sick or my wife getting sick or shit like that, and or you know something or a friend or whatever. Like you guys remember your dreams in the morning? I love times. It's hit or miss. I'm I, I very rarely. It's like sometimes when I first wake up and. and I, Seems to be gone by the time I would try to process it again. I had a dream. I remember later on in the day, actually, something would really? trigger, trigger me to remember it. I had a dream last night that I was beating it up. And uh, when I woke up, I was ready. And I reached over for her. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're not sleeping in the same bed tonight. <laughs> Just as feet would have it. Um, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, let's see. I hope I answered that to some level. Um, Vex. He writes Vex Supreme. What up, boys? Another great show. MVP, most vocal podcaster, Joe Dolphin. Quick with the jokes and sharp on the comeback reactions. Because that one you you landed, Leslie, like like uh, things that we are yeah. fans of. <laughs> um, stuck in the middle of nowhere. Car broke down. Phone is dead. Middle of the summer. 10 miles into the next gas station. You walk the first five miles. Then Bubba rolls up on a two-wheeler and says, I got you. Jump on the back. Mind you, Bubba is shirtless, overweight. Smells like garbage juice. Uh, oh, Bubba. I thought he was saying the Robert you, D version yeah, of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, driving behind a dump truck and Harry. To make matters worse, you have to wrap your arms around him during the ride. Otherwise, you fall off the bike. Do you say, no thanks, I'll make it. Look left, look right, tell yourself nobody can see me and jump on. Uh, much last, keep potting. How far are we? 10 miles? I'm walking. Yeah, I'm walking. I'm halfway there. Yeah. And look, ain't nobody going to pick my big ass up on any kind of bike to go sit, bitch. Yeah, it doesn't even matter who if it's Bubble or not. It's not even about if him. It was somebody it's about, like, I don't want to get in a fucking vehicle with someone I don't know. I mean, period. if I could hop in the back of a pickup truck, I would probably do that. So to me, I got to be honest, Bubba plays a little bit of a part. And, and not because it's a dude. Cause like if it was a like it's the shirtless bit like I don't have to hold your naked skin you know <laughs> one two I realized this week that Dante might have been on to something last week with the odor thing the nose thing being able to purify air uh huh I am very sensitive to smells and the stinking bit is what would make me walk yeah. Hmm. I was with a guy recently, I, but he has a bit of a... Watch your words there. So to speak, <laughs> uh, breath issue. Mm. And I brought it up to him before. I was like, look, something it smells like something dying in your mouth. Get like, listerine strips, bro. You, you got to do something. Mm-hmm. And it got better for a while. Now it's gotten worse again. But now it's like, now I feel a little bit mean about like, like hey man, your breath stinks again. You know, but it's been going on for a couple of weeks now. Bro, um, buy him some... Buy him some of those. Like, hey bro, I got you some listerine strips. Yeah. Just, that's it. And... But I think I think he needs dental help. That's oh, probably okay. it. Yeah. But um, 
But anyway, that's that's what would keep me in ten miles. I could walk ten miles. I could yeah. walk ten miles with my fucking eyes closed. Like, yeah. it's, it's no big deal. Now, if we charge over the fifty miles, something like yeah, that's a, that's, uh, a, that's yeah. definitely a cutoff point somewhere <laughs> where like I, the at math some, doesn't add up. At some point, we're going flesh to flesh, <laughs> so to speak. Whoa. <laughs> um, and then the last one is from Fighting Rabbit: Echoes of the Past. What's good, Magic Manus? Uh, magic. Oh, Magic Mains. Uh, one one <laughs> morning, main? I'm doing my pre-workout routine. I'm throwing some trash away in the garbage, and I. See it. I thought I'd left it far behind, and there it was to remind me that I can't run away enough, far enough. German fucking cockroach in the garage. Oh no. My question is what's something disgusting you've left behind growing up that the mere idea of it coming back around you fills you with dread? Keep up keep up the good work and whoop that trick, man. <laughs> yeah. Um get him. Yeah, I don't I don't know about something I left that's so disgusting that I've left behind. My ex-wife. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I mean, about being, about being 100% honest. But also, same. Same. I, I see yeah. her nowadays. Whew, I, I dodged a bullet. Yeah. My mother. Um, I guess. But, like, I'm trying to think about it. Like, I'll tell you this one thing that we had in my dad's basement. I don't know what their name was, but we used to call them spider crickets. Okay. They looked like spiders. Big spiders, like this, like probably this big around. Um, but they jumped like crickets. Yeah. Jumping oh. spiders, yeah. And I fucking hated those fucking things. Yeah, they're, so, not, they're not cool. My, I remember my great aunt's basement had those. Yeah, my dad's basement there. had them. And like, that sounds awful. I'm glad we don't have them now. But like, if I were to see one, I'd probably freak out because they they yeah. they're they're quick. They're, they'll give you a startle. The, the jumping thing is what you know. <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's unpredictable. Speaking of jumping, last one, last story, and then we'll wrap up. On my my walk that I take every day, and come across uh, a snake that a car drove over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, a snake. That's crazy. I don't really see much snakes around here. Yeah. Keep walking, walk right over another snake. And like, I didn't see it. I took one step over, and that motherfucker took off on me. I jumped about eight feet in the air and said, oh, shit, 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 shit. And then before I landed, and then my wife has been making fun of me ever since. Was, was Laura, was she with you? Yep. And now every time that everything happens, she goes, oh, shit, 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 shit. Like, That's great. <laughs> it's not that you're frightened by snakes. It startled you. That's what it is. And I am frightened by snakes. Well, <laughs> but I'm saying, if, make it clear. if you're walking, you're like, oh, there's a snake over there. No, probably make your. I'm just saying to make your heart skip a beat, but you're going to just go to the other side of the road. Yes, other yes, sidewalk, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. You yes. step over it. Yeah, and that motherfucker took off. So put that in, they could have gone in the woods and make it a rattlesnake, yeah. and that shit's happened to me before. Oh, uh, fuck why? that, dude. Mm-hmm. That's why outside sucks. Yeah. Don't, don't go there. We build inside. Well, I like outside on the concrete. <laughs> but snakes get on the concrete, too. Yeah, but, but I. And y'all are some city mouse motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I, I am, bro. Anyway, it's like that one, uh, one video you showed us of you walking by. Which, oh, yeah, that guy that, scared me. Yo, that shit was hilarious. Fucking oh. shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get him back. I got, I've got. i already got it planned. I've already got it planned, but I'm playing a slow game so that he forgets. Um, look, we're, we're pressed for time. Chris got to get home. Uh, shout out to the rest of the uh, the cool table, if you listen to this. As far as I'm concerned, you're part of the cool table, too. Shout out to the rest of the Nerve Rage team. Dante on Facebook. Phil doing our notes and on Twitter and uh and thirsting on a regular basis shout out to raul uh on instagram shout out to ricky tiki timber on the videos anybody else working behind the scenes and with that flappy labia taste tight dick player